You know, we'll see Sophia again in heaven someday. She's in a better place. No, she's not. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. He's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were going to be secure and we were going to be free. Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Are you serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago. Uh. All right, I started because whatever. All right, so, everybody, how you doing? So you're yeah. back. I'm back, and you're all stuffed up. I am all stuffed up. Yeah. Wow. Schedule last week was crazy, huh? Yeah, that was. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, I couldn't hear myself before. Yeah, well, what can you do? Yeah, sometimes schedules get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's going on? Uh, not much. Beautiful weather. Allergies are killing me, so we're right on track. So, yeah. uh, as always, I'm bitchy. Yeah, but uh, you didn't have a terribly bad winter, so you no, should... No, no, really. I you should will, have a lot of will, bitch stored I will, up. I will um, I will admit, you know, it looks like we, we made it through the winter. Yeah, is it officially spring? Technically, yes. Okay, it is. So, well, it was seventy-eight um, or something today. What, yeah, yeah. What was the high? Did it hit eighty? I don't know. In um, in March. Yeah, that's all right. Not not really. Actually, it's nice, but there's nothing all right about it. Look, <laughs> seriously, you know, climate change, global warming, whatever it is. I don't give a shit. I didn't have to shovel a lot. <laughs> and, you know, it won't get really bad. Well, when it does, and come on, it will. Uh-huh. Um, I'll be dead. My kids will be dead. My grandchildren will be dead. So like, I don't like know if it'll be that. Four, I don't know if it'll be three generations. Come on. 60 years or so. All that matters is you'll be dead. Yeah, because it doesn't fucking so, matter. Whatever. So. Tell them to buy a boat. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Buy a boat and fucking sunscreen. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'll be dead. I don't give a shit what happens. <laughs> so, and that's how we got in this mess. <laughs> Fuck them. I don't care. That's it. Just that. That's all there is. That's it. Have a great week, folks. <laughs> um. So you know what I no. learned this week that what? doing the right thing does not fucking matter. 
Oh, it depends. It really does. It the universe. I don't know what the fuck. So the other day, you're looking for some kind of I'm balance. The, so listen to this story. You know, All I try right. to be a good person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Conscious effort to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm at the theater the other day. Right. Um. Woman walks up. You know, she's gonna buy food or whatever, and she uh. She sees, oh, somebody dropped some, wow. And it, as she picked it up, she realizes someone dropped a whole lot of money. Wow, like really? 260 bucks. That's weird because I 20s. was just thinking driving home in the car today. I'm like, it's too bad for debit cards because nobody drops cash on the ground no, for me to no, find it was, anymore. And, you know, it was so dead at the theater. I know exactly whose it was. And yeah. she gave it to me and I brought it back. And I returned it to the dude, right? Mm-hmm. An older gentleman. So he comes out of his movie, you know, when it's all over and... uh Throws me a twenty dollar bill. He says, "Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it." You know, turning the money. I was just like, "Well, okay. you know, sir, it wasn't even me, really. It was some other woman." He goes, "Ah, take it, take it." So, I see her out in the parking lot, and I'm mm. like, "You know what? This goes to her." You know, so I go out there, and he's sort of off to my left, and she's off to the right. I'm like, "Sir, she's the one who actually found your money. I'm going to give her the twenty. And she's like, "No, no, no!" And I insist. Takes the twenty. I go in. and I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Okay. Right. Do the right thing. Where the temptation is very strong to just say fuck them. I don't know what you're talking about. No money. Right. Right. Could have totally done that. Yeah. Could have done it. All right. So now we fast forward to Monday. Okay. I take Olivia with me. We go. Uh, we get in my old jalopy and we drive a mile to the school to pick up Lily. Mm-hmm. Right. Turn off the car. Olivia decides. She goes, Dad, I'll run and get her. So she runs inside, takes her out of the pickup line, and gets back in the car. My car will not start. Okay. Call AAA. They show up, you Mm -hmm. know. So now I'm at the school parking lot. AAA is there. Lots of nice people come by. Hey, Frank, you all set? You need anything? Blah, blah, blah. Neighbors, teachers, whatever. You know? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. We're going to get this started. We're going to figure it out. So Mm -hmm. uh, make a long story not short enough. Um, the starter died. $325. Okay. Fuck you, universe. Yeah, those two don't, aren't even close to related. How How are they not? Yes, they are. No, they're not. How are they not related? You I don't do believe, something nice, something you shitty happens You don't believe in destiny, fate, karma. You can't bitch about this. But I want to. Tough. Fuck. That's how it works. Yeah, I know. You know what? Your reward was the $20 and that good feeling that you had. Yes, I felt good for like five minutes. It's, it's longer than it's been in a while. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> uh, yeah. Motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. I, um... When I when I when I when we were still at uh, at Lowe's, a woman left her purse, her entire like big gigantic bag pocketbook, right? And I think you were there at the time. We tried to call her, no answer. That yeah, sounds had, vaguely familiar. She had ID in the yeah. bag, so I put my card, I clipped it to the handle, and I drove her fucking purse to her house. Never nice never heard you. a word. Yeah, see, people suck. Mm. So fuck it. It's not like I'm not going to no, do it again. Right. Yeah, that's so. the thing. You know, you do the right thing. Blah blah blah. You know, all all it ends up being is that that moment that that piece in your car was a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Been listening to a little bit of Louis C.K. I and guess he so. uses that word. Yeah. Good. Taking it back. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> not really. No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Stop being a faggot and suck that dick. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Uh, you're welcome, Scott. <laughs> that's going to come back. Anywho, um, what yeah. else? Hey, Alex, hey, I've been nice, though. I haven't released the unreleasable audio. I know. I know. That's. Uh, I listen to it every now and then just for a laugh. <laughs> it was too good to delete. I, I know. Um, yeah, that was pretty <laughs> anyway, priceless, wasn't it? Yeah, now everybody's uh, like, what was it? I know, huh? Yeah, no, it was terrible. It was- That's okay. I, 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 um, it can be released after my death. Okay. So. It'll be one 14-second show yep. <laughs> with a full minute and a half intro. <laughs> Frank is dead. This piece. <laughs> Have a good week. I'll play it at your funeral. <laughs> These awards, this is what this is how Frank wanted to be remembered. Uh, uh, anyway, so up? today uh, was the uh, 25th anniversary of my movie theater. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't as big and spectacular as I had hoped. It was kind of a little, I get key a lot event. of that too, yeah, but. I got a lot done today, actually. It was nice. 13 hours. I was supposed to be there for 10, so whatever. Yeah. It was all right. Uh, Another trailer came in. This was the tricky part because uh, the two that we got for New England Time Capsule, which for anybody that's never been there, which is most people that listen, um, it's like a four and a half minute like flyover of Boston. Big Lobster gets close to the screen. It was like, look what we can do with an IMAX camera kind of thing. The old artery before the big dig, which I don't know how the fuck people used to get around looking at that shit. I know. It's crazy. Driving to Boston's nothing now. Um, not bad. It was off. The The sink was off. I think I, I might have mentioned this the week before or last week. I don't even know. Maybe just talking in general. So my boss is like, well, can you figure out how off it is and put in the right amount of frames? <laughs> like, I could also try to turn lead into gold while we're at it because <laughs> both are equally impossible. However, though, I do need a giant clump of lead. And I know that's the technical term for it, clump. Yeah. Because I synchronized that fucking short tonight cool. and I put it onto Alaska. So took three hours. see 40 80 so an hour and a half of that was actually just running the movie to make sure all the trailers yeah. lined up and the sync stayed with them all but it's done finally we're almost through march and i got everything done now to be fair i had all the trailers on when they needed yeah. to be but it's funny you mentioned oh. driving in boston um i went into the show on saturday st patrick's day and it's a really good thing that i had not been playing grand theft auto before i went in because motherfuckers just st patrick's day so they're wearing green so of course they can walk in the middle of the street yeah green means really i i really wanted i really wanted to give someone the best st patrick's day story ever (laughs) remember that remember that time when jimmy got run over by that little piece of shit red car (laughs) because i almost ran people over but the highlight was in the the restaurant where we do this show. We do it downstairs in a function room, but upstairs the bar was fucking crazy. I can imagine. I came in like like from the the like the not the main entrance, but like on the other side of the block. Right. And it didn't take long for me to make my way through the restaurant to get to the stairs to go downstairs. Hmm. My demeanor went from excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me, to could you please get the fuck out of my way? Yeah. One girl got right in my face. Okay. And I was, you know, I was still in my excuse me face. She goes, you're excused. I'm like, you're a troll. Get the fuck out of my way. 
and I pushed by her. It was horrible. So, but uh, after the show was all done, uh, oh, we had to put a sign on the outside of the door that said, nope, not the bathroom, <laughs> because Jesus people kept Christ. like looking like it was looking for the bathroom. So, um, one dude, right, he was drunk, and a bunch of us were like, we were all like, the show was I don't even think done. you have to say he's drunk. I, we would just, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just sort of sitting around chatting, and um, dude opens the door, and he sort of stood there looking at us, and I went, nope, not the bathroom. And he just continued to stand there as if, like he wasn't sure. You could he see. Goes, you could probably see. Like Robbie the robot had those little clicky things in his <laughs> brain. You could actually probably see that going on. Well, he goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and someone said, "Oh, we're just we're just finishing up." Well, who has a meeting on? Who has a meeting on a Saturday night? It's St. Patrick's Day. I look at him. I go, "It's an AA meeting." <laughs> he looks at his beer and goes. I'm wicked sorry. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, fucking people. I realize there is no other day like St. Patrick's Day, is there? You don't go around acting black on Martin Luther King Jr. Day or anything. No, I do. Well, it's the whole different story. Well, you know, it's it's looking for that balance. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it. I don't know. Whatever. It just kind of. Well, no, I, I. I do. I. I. You know. I for a day. I. I hate Koreans. So. <laughs> that's what I do. Just a day. So. <laughs> you know they have a whole month. You could hate Koreans for a whole month. I guess. Oh really? Yeah. God, progress. Yeah, but it's the shortest month. Wow. With the iPhone, you can do everything. <laughs> I just don't understand it. It just kind of pisses me off. Like I'm watching people buy shit with shamrocks on it, stuff like. Really, for one for one fucking day, yeah. I can understand Halloween, but come on, I know. Well, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's the the over just just fucking overload of it on on Facebook and shit. And I look at it, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm mostly Irish. This should probably piss me off that everybody uses that nationality as an excuse to act like a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, my my daughter lily is um she has to do a heritage project mm. and uh, when Lil when olivia did it she did italy cole did germany so we got the fascists out of the way yeah, yeah. uh lily is doing ireland okay and uh so for their presentation they do a whole big classroom thing yep. and so it's in a couple of weeks she was wondering like what food to do mm. i was like lily ireland potatoes do french fries and she looked at me she goes french fries dad like yeah she goes french fries and did you go what they're dutch (laughs) (laughs) she just just looked at me like 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 the next line out of her mouth should have Mm. been what the fuck is wrong with you yeah so so that was pretty funny so what you just take a bottle of whiskey with her yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah so that's uh that's that's her. She was pretty funny the other day. We were talking about tattoos. And she said, Dad, you should get a tattoo on your ankle. I'm like, ow. How dainty. I said, what What should I get? She goes, a snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, she's a delight. She. Uh, oh, that's the bottle my dog's been chewing on. Does she not like you or something? Oh, that little. She's funny. 
She's a laugh riot, that one. Uh, Anywho. I don't know. <laughs> Seen any good movies lately? You know what I watched last night? I watched that movie, Hannah. Yeah. Did you see it? No. It was okay. I thought it would be more badass than it was. Mm. Like, some of the action scenes were pretty badass, but okay. there wasn't enough of it. People said, oh, it's like the new, it's like the professional, you know? Well, um, to be fair, the professional was a lot of sitting around water and plants. Yeah, but it was, it, it felt more badass. There was more tension. Yeah, there wasn't. Well, so there was tension. I can't say I mean, more because I haven't seen the other so, one. So, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Not great. Yeah, I, right. I I think I'm I'm pretty much done, just in general with movies. No, with the people that watch movies. <laughs> Seriously, I don't I don't have the energy to give as much of a shit as these people think they give. Yeah, Michael Bay the other day said that they were gonna do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie and they were gonna be aliens. And apparently the internet lost its shit. (laughs) And I sat back and I clicked on a couple posts that people had put up. And then I just went to a different page because my whole response to this whole thing is, who gives a shit? Yeah, the whole big scheme of thing, it doesn't matter. At all. But on the flip side of that, that's not really who they are. I mean, if you want, you know to what do, the fucking cartoon is not who they are. I know, either. That, I know. But even the, the the comic book, it was like a potion or a radiation or some shit like that. But it was right? apparently the same canister that blinded Daredevil, right? Which I always thought yeah. was kind of funny. Yeah. But the in the comic book, they were like they were fucking ninjas. They cut Shredder's head off. Yeah. Like killed him dead, burned him in the Hudson River. So, but I think that if Michael Bay wants to do a movie about like an like aliens. Mm. I think it's it, it's sort of like all right. I'm gonna I want to do this movie, but I'm gonna throw the name Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm. on it because that's I mean it's well, why recognizable. Are blah blah blah. That you see Battleship. Yeah, exactly. It's like, who cares? Just don't fucking watch it. Yeah. Don't don't complain about it and don't fucking watch it. I saw Dragon Tattoo again. Oh yeah, oh, so fucking good. <laughs> that movie was so good. You know, I'm really, really, the more the more uh, I see and the closer it gets, the more excited I am for Prometheus. And you know what? If I don't like it, whatever. I'm going to move on. There's be something else after that. Hunger Games this weekend. <sighs> That's no, oh, but you know I, what it is. That's gonna... let, me, let me finish with my, with my, my Prometheus talk and then we'll oh, move okay. into that. Um, I bought the Alien <laughs> Anthology Blu-ray. Yeah. Here's the thing. You can buy it. On Amazon, you can buy the American U.S. Region 1 version for like 60-something dollars. Yeah. Normal price is, what, 110 right. or something. Which I bought, is out-fucking-rageous, I think. I bought a uh, U.K. all-region import yeah. for $34. <laughs> and it came in two days. Nice. Yeah. I know that's disgusting when you really think about that. came in two days. <laughs> Tantric. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well, first you got to find it, other fuckers. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna check that out probably tomorrow when the girls go to sleep. I'm really curious to watch um, the really shitty one, Resurrection. Yeah, is that what it was? Right. Fucking Alien Four. Because um, I haven't seen that really since like a year or two after it came out. I don't know, but I heard the the transfer for the first one's amazing, and that's really why I bought it yeah. so I could like. 
look at the shots inside the ship and on the planet that you can't barely make out anything and then see if anything corresponds to the trailer. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that is almost exactly the same, but the scale of it is different. So I'm very curious. I have theories, but I'm not going to say any spoilery stuff. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to the lottery. I mean, running Hunger Games. What are we talking about? (laughs) I'm just Uh, not... I it it's I know you have it in your in your movie I thing do. and it's, it's gonna, gonna make a shitload gonna, of cash. It's gonna take me from thirteenth. Probably to first. No, I don't think it'll bring me to first. It'll bring me within the top five. What's uh who's got the what who's number one? What do they have? I don't know. Jen ha I think Jen is in first. Um I don't remember what she had or what she has that's made a ton of money. Hmm. But yeah, but it'll put me in the top five. And I, I just don't know how long it'll keep me there because there's a lot. I don't have anything huge for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I may end up in the top ten, but mm. Well, the, the buzz around Prometheus keeps getting louder and louder. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that that – I thought it was like an $80 million thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll do 250 Yeah. It won't because it's probably going to be rated R. But yeah. that'd be nice. But I got Spider-Man, too. So I heard good things about 21 Jump Street. I heard it was really funny. I, I, I'm done with Jonah Hill. How come nobody likes him? I think he's funny. You know, because comedians, I've said this before, comedians have a shelf life. Jason Siegel's the next one. If he doesn't, if he, if he stays on screen, like, he's okay now I met your mother because you get him in small, tiny doses. Yeah. It's not like, hey, here's a Jim Carrey movie, here's a Jim Carrey movie, here's a, all right, fucking stop. You know, Adam Sandler, he's been done since before Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, he got nominated for Worst Actor and Worst Actress for <laughs> Jack and Jill and the Razzies. I don't even know why they would give that movie any acknowledgement, but whatever. I don't know. So, how much do you think Hunger Games is going to do? Opening weekend? Yeah. 80. Really? Yeah. I was going to say 124. You think so? You think it'll break 100? It's already sold over a million tickets. Yeah? Yeah. Good for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think you're going to be at least number two yeah. when this is when uh, the first week's yeah. over. Olivia's seeing it. She's already got plans to see it twice. She's going on Friday with Julie and a friend. And then, like, there's a her friend's birth, another friend's mm. birthday is nice. uh, Saturday, so they're gonna go Saturday. That's as good. Well. It's getting great reviews. Yeah, so good reviews. You know, that's good. I'm just, I, I really, honestly, the book didn't do anything. Or all three of them didn't do anything for yeah. me. It wasn't anything that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And my problem is that I wanted. <laughs> I probably said this before, but it's first person, yeah. so you only get her point of view. When she had this expansive, you know, nation that she could have yeah. shown the the behind the scenes with the president or the people that are, you know. Yeah, I don't know that I got through the first book. I, I was I stopped reading it when she got to the Capitol. And after they introduced her in her fiery like dress. Oh, yeah. Her. I'm curious to see how that looks. So. I I am leery of a movie that's this big, quote unquote big, being released in March. Not it's not a good sign. I think it's gonna do well. It will. It'll do really well. You know, there's nothing else, and it's and it's. 
But it's got this. The book took off. So it's got this teeny bopper. But the thing is, though, boys and girls want to see it. There are as many boys my daughter's age mm. want to see it as no, I'm girls, sure. which is something like that. Twilight didn't have. Twilight didn't have no. boys who wanted to see it. Twilight was also a different age group too. I mean, a, a, a ten or twelve or thirteen year old could go see this, but Twilight could they? I mean, were they? Yeah. Boys? No. Boys weren't, but the boys that age weren't interested. Boys at like 16 would go because they're on a date. Right. So, I don't know. I've just, uh, eh. I got got nothing. (laughs) I just, I just am at the point where I'm like, all right, well, if my kids aren't interested in it and I'm not interested in it, I'm not going to pay any attention to it. Also, also, there's no other sort of. Sort of new, I guess, franchise for that age. Yeah. There's nothing out there now. This could be the next one. It could be, but remember we only, talked about this article. Three. I know yeah. we, we talked. We, we talked about this article where Disney like gave was it J.J. Abrams a shitload of money uh, to come up with Lindelof, like, I think. Yeah, to okay. do the next David Star Lindelof Wars to come up with the next Harry Potter or Star yeah. Wars to come up with the next big. I'm curious. Thing. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Twilight's and it's Twilight. They've only got one more movie left. Well, one more from the books. They won't go on the TV. Yeah, yeah. But it's don't we uh, already have True Blood? Yeah, True. Yeah, I know. So unless they're gonna call it Emo Blood <laughs> and Vampire Diaries, don't yeah, forget. But exactly. these aren't vampires anyway. So whatever. I don't know. I I don't I don't care. Twilight doesn't doesn't like even blip on my radar. No. Like I'll read through like the the news on the side and it's like new new trailer for and I'm like, "Oh, I'm interested in whatever Breaking Dawn." And not really. No thanks. Did you look at the trailer for Dark Shadows? The Johnny yeah. Depp. That looks yeah. good. I might that looks that, fun. that like I'd get it from Netflix. Unless my mom wanted to go cuz she was a huge fan of the show when I want to see on. it on the big screen. It looks it looks fun. Hmm. Really I need fun. to see. I need to see a full trailer. But there's one out. Is that was that the full trailer? That's a full trailer. It's oh. like two and a half minutes. Or well, I want to like see that. the next one they put out. Then I need a little bit more. Yeah, yeah it looks fun because I like the year that it's put in. Yeah, that's good. But what is it? Seventy two, seventy seven, like that. <clears throat> but I don't know. I mean, is it going to be? Is it going to be Austin Powers or Johnny Depp? No, God, no. Because it's like no, because it's like the time frame thing where you're nah, out I don't of place. Think, nah, because it looks it looks a little better conceived than that. So we'll see. I don't know. That could be a surprise hit, or it could be a massive fucking flop. I think it'll do okay. Yeah. Who has it in the game? I don't know. Cabin in the Woods looks looks interesting. People are talking about that one. Yeah. I like the uh, the little the little sci fi twist the trailer takes halfway through. See that trailer. could that could interest some people. And I acquired from, a movie called ABCs of Death. That sounds terrible. I know, huh? <laughs> you haven't watched it. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, I as I was coming in, I saw you had the Muppets DVD. I got yes, two. I watched it twice. Once with the commentary and once without. Oh, uh, yeah. How's the commentary? The commentary's all right. Yeah. It's uh, Siegel and another writer. I forget his name and the director. 
And the commentary like is pretty much just for adults because yeah. it's a lot of it's like oh it's Amy Adams from Enchanted available from Disney dot com yeah <laughs> and Siegel just goes through all this like he's like shamelessly pandering to Disney and they talk about some stuff that they wanted to do and uh, I won't ruin any of it because it's kind of fun to watch yeah. along with it but it's all right I would have liked um, a trivia track go along with it like dreamworks does yeah um where it's just it's kind of like pop-up video yeah where where stuff will tell you stuff the one thing that um i know i just said where stuff will tell you stuff uh the one thing i didn't like is on the blu-ray when you pause it it goes to an intermission oh really it just doesn't freeze the screen because there's a shot of rashida jones and there's she's in a picture with a blonde girl and we wanted to zoom in a little bit and see if it was amy poehler in the shot Okay. And you couldn't pause That's interesting. It. Yeah. It was the first time I'd ever seen that. I wonder why that would be. Is the intermission, like, worth it, I guess? Is it? Well, if you're pausing it, I mean. To get up and, like, go get some ice Yeah, cream. say you're going to get up to go to the bathroom. It'll, it'll, it's like, oh, well, here's a quick clip from uh, one of the extras, and it shows you that. for them. the kids to do while yeah. you're changing over laundry. Yeah. So it's an interesting it's, idea. It's an interesting idea, but I would have liked the option to pause because I want to sit and watch the stuff from the intermission. Yeah, the bloopers are pretty funny. So they probably won't employ that feature like on porn. No, no. Oh, let's pause your porn. Here's more porn. Yeah, oh, exactly. Fuck, now I'm never getting. I don't Can I that. pause the pause? I don't want the making of <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting once. Wouldn't it? Just to watch it once. For any movie. Doesn't matter. What? The, the Just, porn bloopers? Not the, no, not the bloopers. <laughs> but a making of. Yeah. Well, we shot this in 18 hours. <laughs> so, here we go. We'll just press record. You can watch the whole thing. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, six hours of that was editing. <laughs> Get the fluffer out of the frame. Get the fluffer out of the frame. <laughs> uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. Get time for a break. Twenty eight minutes in. Is it? It's close. Yeah, let's do it. It's pretty close. We could we could go another minute and a half there. All right. So what's up? I don't know. New iPad came out. I've seen. Yeah. I've actually seen the screens are pretty nice. They Going said that it, they to, said that it could be studio quality, like for checking colors on actual stuff that's printed yeah it's uh it's nice looks it's, nice runs a little warmer yeah people are bitching about that because exactly, everybody has to stupid. bitch about something i i'm just gonna not go online so, anymore they're just uh <clears throat> they look nice i was in the apple store and i saw uh andy got one so mm. um like side by side against the ipad too there's there, i mean there's a difference but yeah going from the ipad like i wouldn't I, i'm not interested in upgrading i'm perfectly fine i have the ipad 2 and that's fine but i think the folks had the ipad 1 mm -hmm. going to the, the yeah new skip one, one generation yeah i can exactly. see that there's yeah. a huge there's a there's a huge difference so yeah well after uh, after we do uh preschool and that's paid for <laughs> then we'll probably get one so next year sometime yeah very cool so. um, and then it'll be the 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 four will be out yeah then whatever Maybe that'll actually give out hand jobs. From your mouth to Steve Jobs no. here. <laughs> no. Nothing to do with my mouth. 
Nothing. Uh, but uh, I guess they sold three million of them their first that first weekend they were hmm. available. Three million at what is it six hundred a pop? Five base model. Well, base models five hundred bucks. Hmm. That's a shitload of money. It is. I really think that that's the number. One shitload, one shitload of oh, yeah. one, one shitload yeah. of two. It's like after trillion or gazillion. So, yeah, so what What the money that Apple has then that everybody's been, been kind of talking about what are they going to do with it is a shit ton. Yeah. 96 yeah, billion? 96 billion. But I guess like half of it or something like that, they're going to either like they're going to do like dividends to shareholders. They'll do um, maybe an acquisition or something like that. But Yeah. They could buy Disney. That's what that's what one person had said. They could buy Disney for the seventy six billion they say they're worth, and then have a bunch of fucking money left over. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking money. It is. I I'd say good for them, but I don't care all that much. <laughs> wow. Gonna get you your apathy is liberty T-shirt for today. No, oh I mean, gosh. what am I gonna do? Am I gonna am I gonna be happy for people that have earned money that I have no access to, or am I gonna be pissed off when I have a house full of their fucking shit because I gave them my money? I, I just mean, think it. You know what? I was I was really proud of myself the other day. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he got a new Android phone, and hmm. he, he was gonna go on this whole tirade about shitting all over the iPhone. It's oh, yeah. like you know what. On one level, like, there was a time that I would have been, like, yeah. dig my heels in and go. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you love your phone. That's great. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy that and you're happy. you can happy. hear the balloon just deflate. Well, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I was just like, that's great. I, I like mine. Yeah. I, I, you know, we were talking about, like, screen size. I was just like, mm. I'm, I dig this. I don't like the largest screens because, you know, operating it with one hand, you kind of lose okay, access yeah. to some of the real estate. You know, on the screen. So, yeah. but um, I said, you know, you you like your phone. It does what you want it to do. I dig mine and everything I got. So we're both happy, and that's great. <laughs> that's fabulous. And I didn't do it in a condescending, douchey way either. That that was what I was going to ask you. All right, yeah. which is how I do everything, pretty much, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, see, I'm trying to be a better person. What the <laughs> fuck is it getting me? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, when we come back, there's this fly in the fucking room reminded me We're of something. We're going to kill it. Be right back.
tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement. I mean, the main the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. Just really, it's isn't. not visually striking. No, I just just getting confirmation. It's just dealing. That's the third time, though. I mean, I must. Is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspunter.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could f- any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who would keep a secret. What do you expect when you download and listen to an episode of the Inside Outcast? Pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness. It has the appearance of being true without any fact behind it, <laughs> you know? You know, there are some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui-wise. Well, I'm, I'll am i try anything. Um, yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. In Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew and throws from Jujutsu, kicks from Taekwondo, and concepts from Tai Chi Chuan. It becomes even more evident in Aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm-hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. <laughs> <laughs> the Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where geek meets golf. So the other day, two days ago, Sunday, Ella goes upstairs to take a shower to get dressed. And she comes downstairs. She says, hey, there's a flapping sound and scratching coming from the bathroom. Now, quick backstory here. We have a bathroom upstairs that we don't use that's now a storage area. 
Because a pipe burst downstairs and uh, we have brass pipes. So it's literally, it's a bathroom that you literally just keep a bunch of shit in. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we called the guy in and he said, oh, that'll cost $5,500 to run all new pipe. We're like, fuck that. We got a bathroom downstairs. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Have a nice day. Yeah. So we didn't get it fixed, right? So now it's just kind of holding stuff until we could get things in the basement organized and we're going to transfer the stuff down there. But I really don't want to carry stuff from the second floor down into the basement before I right. went to the doctor and, you know, I got a, an actual honest to God inhaler, which I have now. So fuck it. I got to do it. Now it's hot. So yeah. I'll start crying about that. First world problems. Um, so I go upstairs and I listen outside the door. Now, the window is closed. The door is closed. There's an access panel um, in the wall because it's a it's a tub on. If you look at, you know, where the eave comes down, um, and there's a tub, a little separating wall, uh, a sink, and a toilet, just in a row, because it's a tiny bathroom. There's um there's a, an access panel to get into the eaves underneath uh-huh. that's closed and latched. I've I've done that because I just put stuff in there not uh-huh. that long ago. And there's an access panel to get to the pipes, but you can see that that's actually closed. Yeah, there was a fucking bird in the room. Really, a a starling, which is like you know standing on its feet it's like that tall so like yeah. eight inches tall at the head it was a female because i did all this looking up it had a yellow beak and uh it was flapping at the window and flapping at the window because it's a bird and it's an idiot and it's like that's outside that's where i want to go i'm gonna go outside and flap 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 right and i'm like oh fuck this thing is never gonna leave the house so i i said okay open the two windows in the other room go in the bedroom but do not lock the door because yeah. i'm coming through it <laughs> But what I did was I held my phone. I, I opened the door a sliver and held the phone because I wanted to see if the bird was hurt or anything like that yeah. because that would have made it incredibly difficult to get the bird out. Yeah. Um, I I don't know where the fuck, how how it got there. That's really weird. But it's 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 mating season for these things. Yeah. So not only was it scared, it wanted to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm afraid that like there's a nest in the eaves possible and somehow it it managed to crawl through a hole somewhere and come out in a spot that i've never seen i i don't know so we're gonna have to pay attention so we open the two windows and i open the bathroom door up and eventually after about eight minutes and the girl's coming upstairs going what's going on and said, there's a bird go in there and don't make a noise are you gonna freak it out is it because you'll give it a heart attack and it'll die they understood that um so I'm I'm standing at the bedroom with the door cracked open like an, an yeah. inch and a half, and I'm just looking, and you hear, because <laughs> there's a cardboard box there, and it's trying to, and then, and then I see it sitting on the edge of the cardboard box, looking into the other room. Okay, good. So it flew into the bedroom, and it perched on top of the curtain. Like, okay, good. It's closer. It has four and a half feet to go. (laughs) So it hops back and forth between the curtains and the ceiling because the ceilings upstairs, they're like seven feet, not eight and a half or whatever. Like I can like touch them with my elbow raised above my head. It's tough to get dressed upstairs. (laughs) Um, 
And then it, it 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 goes over to the window on the right. It drops down and sits on the little sill part of the window that we've yeah. pulled up. And there's this sheer curtain, like like light blue, kind of yeah. got little rhinestones on it because the girls play, and that's their room to play in. And uh, it starts flapping like a fucking maniac because it's got this thing behind it, and it sees outside. I'm like, just fucking leave. Four inches. <laughs> just drop down four inches. And it finally did. And it stood there like, motherfucker, how about that? And it flew away. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. But every time I go up the stairs now, I stop and I listen. Okay. No crazy fucking birds. The fuck? That's crazy. I don't get it. So now one or two flies that like fly in the house. Not a fucking bird. Yeah. That's okay. You can't, you can't spray a bird. <laughs> you know with with lysol spray to <laughs> kill it <sighs> it was fucking crazy i don't know that's weird it definitely was weird and it didn't poop on anything which i was very surprised about you'd it's think good you'd think a scared bird would just shit on everything like it's sort of a revenge thing <laughs> yeah I'm mad. I'm not having a good time. I'm going to shit all over you people. Yeah. What do we got here? No, it just says the Hunger Games has good early reviews. Good. You know what the thing is about the trailer that did nothing for me? What? It just lacked imagination. You know? There was was no fantasy or sci-fi element to it that I could see that was like, grand on the scale that i thought the capital should have like yeah. this opulence and just i don't know and and both of them look way too well fed <laughs> don't they not that i'm going off of the hunger games but they're perpetually hungry that's why she hunts that's why she goes yeah. outside of the uh the district yeah of course you know what would make this awesome they got the tributes in from district nine <laughs> they had those alien and weapons. They have to fight too. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was over in forty-five minutes. What the fuck? That'd be pretty funny. There's a mashup that we definitely need to see. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, so, all right, let's see what we got going here. Um, let's get up the. Uh, oh, I saw a funny um, Romney sign on a yard in my town. Oh no, really? It says "Meh Romney." Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen those? I have, yeah. <laughs> Julie's like, I don't understand. Why would the Romney campaign put those out? I go, I don't think they did, honey. It's probably like Republicans somewhere. Uh, but they're going to be stuck with him. He's got he's got yeah, more he's like votes got than anybody else. Yeah, Santorum's got right now. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, Rick Santorum, The Dangers of Carbon Dioxide. Tell that to a plant. So the Onions candidate, Rick Santorum, (laughs) told attendees at the Gulf Coast Energy Summit in Biloxi, Mississippi on Monday to trust his judgment on the environment, highlighting his position on climate change. That is, that it's a liberal myth. The dangers of carbon dioxide? Tell that to a plant. How dangerous, tell tell that to a plant how dangerous carbon dioxide is. That's a weird sentence. Yeah. Well, look who said it. This is truly a case of consider the source. Oh, my God. Santorum said, according to the Associated Press, (laughs) Santorum sharpened his tone on the energy issue as the country's surging gas prices have come into focus. I 
didn't change the cli- I didn't change as the climate changed. Centaurum said, "I stood to wait a minute. What? He's making fun of Romney there." Yeah, I I didn't change as the climate changed. Centaurum said, "I stood tall. Now the climate has changed, and everyone's for drilling now." But understand that when times were tough, they were not, and I was. The fuck is he saying? Don't know. He he knows that Obama opened up offshore drilling, right? Yeah. In 2008, I think I it was. Nine. It must have been 2009, right? I don't know. As he did last month, Santorum stuck his foot in his mouth and positioned himself as the only candidate in the GOP field that stands polar opposite of Obama on energy, calling global warming a hoax. What what do you what do you get? Oh. I know. On Saturday, an op-ed penned by Santorum should have said should have said crayoned by Santorum was published on redstate.com. Well, that makes sense actually. Explaining his position in more detail. <laughs> Kevin Smith had no re- had no answer as to why I was here. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? I just make movies. The Washington establishment would rather fight global warming than fight for American jobs, Santorum wrote. Oh, well, that's interesting, because we're going to have to follow this up with another story now. You know which one? No. Okay. President Obama and his administration have decided to wage war against global warming and thus against the American worker. Really? Those living on or near the Gulf Coast in particular know how the impact these extreme environmental positions can have on the region's economy. This guy's a dumbass. Santorum's GOP opponents, Mitt Romney and Newt Gingrich, who who should fucking drop out, by the way, (laughs) have flip-flopped and supported the radical environmentalist measures to combat global warming at the expense of American jobs. That's what he said. Um... Romney and Gingrich have changed their views for one simple reason, to pander to Republican voters when the political heat is rising. They sought to ingratiate themselves with trendy liberal elites despite lack of conclusive, verifiable scientific evidence. What does this douche know about scientific evidence? Believes in creation. Of all the GOP candidates, I'm the only one who has not bowed, and never will bow, to this liberal orthodoxy. I did not pander when global warming seemed cool to the press and to Hollywood. What? I, I don't know. <sighs> Deep breaths. We know that climate changes over time and the earth warms and cools over time. This debate is about whether human activity plays a role and whether U.S. emissions cuts have any effect when China and India refuse to go along. The apostles of this pseudo-religion, you fucking dick, Believe that America and its people are the source of the Earth's temperature. I do not. So, what, is he not for America now? I don't is that what he's know. saying? Gingrich, for his part, also took the anti-Obama baton and shoved it squarely up his rump. During his speech to the same summit Monday, this is a very anti-fossil fuels administration. Well, because the fossils are in the Republican Party. The left-wing environmental movement hates oil. The Muppets made that the Muppets made that perfectly clear. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Oh, oh my god. I gotta come back to that. Um let's see.
I know, dead air. That's great. Um, so, that up. so what we had here, I, I, I didn't have this other article ready because I didn't know I needed this soon. Um, Mitt Romney has a big lead in delegates, but he okay. may never win enough in the primaries to lock up the Republican nomination before the convention begins August 27th in Tampa, Florida. And that is Rick Santorum's big hope. Well, what I've said is that I, don't, I think it's going to be very difficult as this goes on uh, for uh, for anybody to get to the uh, to that magic number. And what what I'm going to do is continue to work hard to make sure that there's a conservative who's the nominee of this party. Uh, we cannot win this election. We have proven in the past. All right. We nominate. This is not what I. We nominate. Yeah. You know, a Tweedledum. Oh, what? Versus Tweedledee. Uh, we don't win elections. Well, that's what you got, and you're not going to win. Um, so Santorum there said that he um he he he's doing this for jobs. It, it doesn't make right? any sense. He... Hold on, I turned the thing down because it was really loud there. Uh, but he says he would rather fight the Washington establishment would rather fight global warming than fight for American jobs. Meanwhile, Santorum said, "I don't care about the unemployment rate." <laughs> In Illinois, Republican White House hopeful Rick Santorum said on Monday he did not care about the U.S. unemployment rate, perhaps the, perhaps the nation's most closely watched economic indicator, despite being embroiled in a campaign largely focused on the still sputtering economy. I don't care what the unemployment rate is going to be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates, Santorum said during a campaign appearance in Illinois which on Tuesday holds the next contest in the state by state. He lost that, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Santorum, a former U.S. senator from Pennsylvania, known mainly for strong religious conservatism, is battling... Yeah, like, we need a backstory on this guy. We have one nominee who says he wants to run the economy. What kind of conservative says the president runs the economy? You guys do. You're blaming Obama for all this shit, aren't they? Uh, a bunch of fucking dumbasses. I'm telling you, it's just filling time and taking just sort of filling time until 2016. Oh my god! Every poll has said that Obama will kick the ass of any Republican who's who's stepping forward. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's I, who I talking? It might have been my dad, actually, which was a not a great example because <laughs> we go back and forth on this stuff. Yeah, he goes, "Well, what if what if, what if Chris Christie decides to get up? I'm like, then it would be a miracle. That fat bastard's not going to do much. <laughs> he would have by now, doesn't he, he? Have to? Did wouldn't he have already had to have filed? Probably to yeah. run. At, not, this this is it. This is who they got. Right. Romney could take Christie as a VP. That's it. Right. Because we all know Santorum's going to get Tebow to be his VP. He bagged. I caught this headline, and I figure since we're talking about the Hunger Games, we might as well do this one, too. Uh, Oxfam is using a f- the film opening to launch Hunger is Not a Game campaign. <sighs> 
You know what? I, I, I'm almost waiting for for Peta to get involved, like to jump on the Hunger Game thing because of that whole because of the dude's name. No, 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 no. Because oh. of the because of the the pin that she wears is the is oh. the bird with the arrow through it. Oh, I thought it was in its mouth. I don't even know. It, yeah. it might be in its mouth. I don't. Well, know she hunts. She hunts for her food. Yeah. So, so I could just picture. You know, Peter getting involved like that because, like, oh, this is big and popular, so let's get on some sort of bullshit bandwagon. <laughs> All right, let's see. With the highly anticipated opening of the Hunger Games on March 23rd, Oxfam America is mobilizing a group of volunteers to blanket hundreds of movie theaters to promote a campaign dubbed Hunger is Not a Game to Fight Worldwide Hunger. The organization is partnering with the Harry Potter Alliance. To gather uh-huh. signatures for a petition to urge Congress to reform the U.S. Farm Bill. Oh, yeah, and, it's in the bird's mouth. And to collect food for local food banks. But, you know, you look at it real quick. Yeah. And, yeah. But I'll tell you, uh, the Harry Potter. I mean, look at Harry Potter movies. Where does food come from in those movies? <laughs> just bam, it just shows Magic, up. yeah. Okay, well, let's they see. should talk to those people. The Harry Potter Alliance was launched in 2007 to fight, quote, the dark arts in the real world by using parallels from the Harry Potter books. Just as Dumbledore's army wakes the world up to Voldemort's return, work for equal rights of house elves and werewolves, and empowers its members, its mission statement reads, We work with partner organizations in alerting the world to the dangers of global warming, poverty, and genocide. That's kind of dark. Yeah, there's probably not a lot of parties with that group. No. Oxfam is hoping to channel some of that wizardry later this week. The excitement and enthusiasm about the launch of the Hunger Games offers a unique opportunity. Vicky Rateau, the campaign's manager, told Yahoo News. If we can tap into even a portion of that energy, great things are possible. The film, starring Jennifer Lawrence as a teen who competes in televised death matches, dystopian future, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Oh, that was you. Um, It's expected to generate more than $100 at the box office in its opening weekend. The first Harry Potter film in 2001 generated $90 in its opening weekend. The eighth and final one raked in more than $169 last July. Why that has anything to do with the article, I have no idea. Because she probably needed, like, X number of words. (laughs) (laughs) Flanders sucks. And then I went to the fridge. (laughs) Yeah, let's just. I don't jump get it. Onto something that's. I popular. mean, I mean, you know what? If that if if that helps people, great. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Ah, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee passes monkey bill to teach the controversy on evolution and climate science. Uh, on Monday, the Tennessee le- state legislature. Nice that they're going to teach something called science. <laughs> yeah, it's one dude. His yeah. name is Science. It's actually Steve Ions. That's <laughs> S, right? Uh, requires public schools. Uh, Tennessee state legislator passed legislation that requires public schools to teach the controversy, that's in quotes, over evolution, global warming, and human cloning. What do they do? Watch the boys from Brazil in the second <laughs> Star Wars movie? No, but I think that's okay to talk about the controversy. I think that is a good, easy way to not take a side. Teach about the debate and not necessarily say one is right, one is wrong. Well, teach let's, about the debate. let's see if that's how it actually works. I out. mean, I really don't think that Tennessee is that smart, quite <laughs> frankly. 
Sorry, anybody in Tennessee. This, well, no if they're listening to this show, they're exempt, right? Well, it just means that they're they moved there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Senate voted twenty-four to eight for HB three sixty-eight, which sponsors Senator Bo Watson, um, Republican from Hickson, I think is what that means. Says we'll provide guidelines for teachers answering students' questions about evolution, global warming, and other scientific subjects. Critics call it a monkey bill that promotes creationism in classrooms. All right, I want to see if this is a stretch because it could be. It's, it, it yeah, looks, let's see. In nineteen, here's some background because you know Flanders sucks wasn't admissible yeah. as a part of the article. In 1925, Tennessee was the home of the Scopes Monkey Trial, where local jurors upheld the conviction of a biology teacher for teaching evolution in his classroom, tarring the reputation of the state. Climate denial legislation has become widespread across the United States, well, mostly the red states, in part due to the efforts of corporate-funded right-wing American Legislative Exchange Council. The text of HB 368 SB 893 Sponsored by Representative Bill Dunn from Knoxville, Republican, and Senator Bo Watson, Republican, from Hickson, requires all administrators and educators to work to teach scientific subjects such as biological evolution, the chemical origins of life, global warming, and human cloning as scientific controversies. I don't think you should teach them as scientific controversies. You should teach them as a subject. And like you said have a class about the controversy. Right. The teaching of some scientific subjects, including but not limited to biological evolution, the chemical origins of life, global warming, and human cloning can cause controversy. The State Board of Education, Public Elementary and Secondary School Governing Authorities, Directors of School Schools, System Administrators, and Public Elementary and Secondary School Principals and Administrators shall endeavor to assist teachers to find effective ways to present the science curriculum as it addresses scientific controversies. The National Association of Biology Teachers, the American Association for the Advancement of Science, the American Civil Liberties Union of Tennessee, they have a hard job, (laughs) the American Institute for Biological Sciences, the Knoxville News Sentinel, the Nashville Tennessean, the National Association of Geoscience Teachers, the National, where are we going with this? National Earth Science Teachers Association, the Tennessee Science Teachers Association, and all eight Tennessee members of the National Academy of Sciences oppose the legislation. The bill now goes to Governor Bill Haslam. Haslam. Uh, Republican. Only in Tennessee, it's pronounced Haslam. Oh, okay, for his signature. Also on Monday, a bill to permit the display of the Ten Commandments in public buildings, HB 2658, passed the Tennessee House by a vote of, go ahead and guess, um, I don't know, 69 to 68. 93 to 9. Wow. Yeah. Way to go, Tennessee. Stay classy. Well, stay in the 1840s. <sighs> what a bunch of dumbasses. I like this headline. Romney, young people should vote for the climate denial party. Oh my God, this is this is more obnoxious than Santorum saying he's gonna. So get rid of. We're him. denying the entire climate now. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> it's just room temperature all the time. Let's just 
Every room is room temperature. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Speaking at the University of Chicago on Monday, Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney argued that young people should embrace the Republican Party because they need the votes. No, because his party is willing to attack Social Security and Medicare, even though it denies the existence existential threat of fossil fuel pollution i don't see how a young american can vote for a democrat it's because you don't know any young americans is that the best he's got i don't see how a young american can vote for well can vote for a democrat ha ha (laughs) wait there's got to be video for that play the video oh yeah it's right here i bet it's just as stiff Uh, he's such a I joke, and, uh, and I, I, I don't mean to be flip with this, but, but I, because I actually see truth in it. I don't see how a young American uh, can vote for, well, can vote for a Democrat. <laughs> I, I apologize for being so offensive at saying that, but I catch your attention. But I mean that, uh, in the humor, I mean there's some truth there. And I say that for this reason. Um, that party is focused on providing more and more benefits to my generation, and amounting trillion-dollar annual deficits my generation will never pay for. He knows that Social Security is its own thing, right? Yeah. I bet he doesn't. If that was true, wouldn't we already have these trillion-dollar deficits from all this shit? I just... He's... <sighs> there should be... Okay, here... If, if I could not... If if I if I was in the political arena and I could not stop people from taking money and and basically having their vote bought, and if I couldn't get the money out, if I couldn't re- re- reform campaign finances and stuff like that, the one thing that I would really want to see is that anytime, anytime a uh, a politician is in the public talking to his constituents. He is technically under oath. Uh, you get in the whole freedom of speech issues. Not if you're a public servant. He's not a public servant right now. He's running for office, so but he's not if he pu- gets a Secret Service detail, public servant. But he's not a public servant, though. He's, okay, fine. I'm, no, I, I'm, I, no, I, I see what you're I'm, saying. I'm not necessarily talking about him right now. Okay, but I mean every politician that holds office. You shouldn't be allowed to lie. You know what, though? You would get into such areas of gray. It's like when Clinton said, it depends on what your definition of is is. And somebody should have punched that bitch in the face. Well, she uh, the bitch or him? Well, Clinton was the bitch at that point. That was embarrassing. That really was fucking embarrassing. Yeah. God, I'd vote for him in a minute. Can you imagine if tomorrow you wake up and Bill Clinton has decided to run again? <laughs> yeah, but that that moment was ugh. like really that's that that's be your so best defense. Awesome. If he had just said, "Yeah, yeah, she yeah. blew me," like, I blew out the back of that Ken, bitch's head. Kenneth Starr would have dropped all of his papers and swallowed his tongue and been like, "What?" Yeah. I would have had a lot more respect for him if he didn't lie about it. Uh, Bill Clinton was so much fun. I would love. Can you imagine? That's the only thing that would make Obama go, God damn it. 
I gotta vote for him too. <laughs> I just I can't stand the lies, like the just the outright lies. Like that's his statement right there. I don't see how a young American can vote for a Democrat. That's a lie. Well, I mean, that's, that's not that's a lie. Honestly, it's his opinion. Ah, uh, that's a, the, but an opinion that, that, is that's true. But he's just saying he's opinion just, that's, and, and truth are two different things. Exactly, it's his opinion. He's, I, I don't see why. But he it's would a vote lie, for a Democrat. But it's 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 not a lie. He didn't make a fact. He didn't state a fact. Oh no, I don't see how a young American can vote for a Democrat. He doesn't say, in my opinion, I don't see. Well, he's stating it as a fact. But it's also it's not. He, he doesn't understand. He he just that's that that's his opinion. He's just like I I don't understand why anyone would you know eat broccoli. Well, let's or, okay. Let's 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 go to something a little more concrete then. What about Santorum's statement about uh, there's no danger in carbon dioxide? Well, yeah, that's but he's an idiot. <laughs> so where's the line on that? Well, the thing is, though, you could argue that. Certain levels of carbon dioxide aren't dangerous. That's true. All right. So that 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 right there. So it's not about whatever happened to good reporting where people asked follow up questions. Where's the fun in that? And that's the problem. It's, that's that's how you 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 get the full and that's story. That's how that's how they that's how they lose then lose access. It's just like oh wait if you're gonna make me work fuck you you're not coming on the plane with us. Yeah. That's why it was fun when they pressed Palin about what she read. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna keep going with that? I um I read distinguished journals by a Dr. Seuss. It's Suez. Suez. He's Dutch. And the Dutch. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm just tired of just Bad of course, it's information. All and see, this is my frustration when I say that nothing's going to change, and that there's bullshit on our side too. Oh, most definitely. I most mean, definitely. I, I would love somebody to just be like, "Yeah, remember what you said there, Magic President?" Exactly. <laughs> nothing is. Nothing has changed. Nothing will change. No, things change, but it's a small scale. It's like, oh, unemployment numbers dropped down to ten percent. Now they're back at you know seven and a half, eight. It changes. But it's yeah, a small but change. Great, but how much of it is due to anything that president does directly? Yeah. It's it, it. The president is the guy that signs the bill. That's pretty much what happens. I as mean, far we're, as in legislation abs- we're in an absolutely shitty economy. Yeah. We are. Everybody will tell you that. Well, okay? no, not ever. This guy won't. No, but but no, but they'll all say that the the economy is in terrible shape. That it's Obama's fault. Blah blah blah. Okay. Um, I mean, there is growth some places, yeah. but if the economy is so horrible, hmm. um, why is Apple stock over six hundred dollars? <laughs> How did they sell three million iPads? Yeah, in three days. Yeah, yeah, but you know, things are bad. Things still are bad, oh, most definitely. But I don't think they're as dire as as the GOP is letting us think it is. Well, of course, they're going to say that things are bad. That things are, you know, that it's apocalyptic. and. But I love how they, they, they say in one day, they're like, oh, they should be talking about jobs, yet none of them have ever put out a jobs bill since they've taken over. Yeah. And Santorum then says, I don't really give a shit about fucking unemployment. Go fuck yourself. Unemployment. So, 
I mean, this whole election is is kind of a waste. It really is. Because it's, yeah, it's such a waste. It, it, of money. it really is. It 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 really is. The waste they of money just, is time. They should all just take the money they're going to spend on campaigns. Yeah, give everybody five hundred bucks. Okay, and Obama will be the president. Yeah, I know we need to have an election. Blah blah blah. The law. Yeah, well, but, Iran has elections. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? Um, but uh, um, but it, like twenty sixteen is the next race. Do they really think that Romney has a chance? Do you, do you really think? I I was I was I was I had the um the news on this morning and and I saw the Romney thing and I thought to myself, you think the guys on his bus that edit his shit and write the stuff for him just looked at each other and said, well, it's nice working with you. When he said, I don't look at unemployment numbers, and then he doubled down on it. No, I think they're all saying, well, we're going to ride this for a while, get a paycheck, and then when oh, yeah, oh, yeah. the bad, but they we'll know. probably move to the Romney they campaign. No, he's done. Oh, definitely. There's no way. And Gingrich's people, come on. Oh, yeah. They, and Ron, well, how about Ron Paul's people? He's still okay. running? Yeah, I know exactly. I don't understand how many why delegates he's running does he have? Like forty. Yeah, literally. Okay. I'm not even making fun of him. I'm not even running, and I'm almost tied with the guy. I could probably get forty people to say they would vote for me. Oh yeah, you know, pretty easily. But I don't understand why he's running as a Republican. Why doesn't he just run as an independent? I don't know. I would have paid more attention to him. Would split off the Democrat vote. Would it though? That fucker's crazy sometimes. Yeah, he is. But a lot of and Democrats I don't want his son too. anywhere near that building. His, no, his son's a son. fucking Fruit Loop. Rand Paul. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's do a break. All right. Hey everybody, I just want to take a second and tell you about a new website that is actually really interesting. It's called Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. And the whole idea behind this is, is splashed on the front page. It says, owe someone a beer, maybe a missed party, birthday, or you lost a bet. No excuses. Time to pay up. Here's how it works. Through Beer Giver, you can buy an individual a drink or a round of drinks. All you need are three pieces of information personalized message dollar amount and the person's phone number the friend will get a text message with a gift code which is essentially beer money you show your phone to a bartender at a participating bar and you have money taken off your bill or if you're not at a participating bar they can forward the money to their paypal account so essentially free beer this has been started in the baltimore area some of the following bars and restaurants that currently accept beer giver are alewife alonzo's and loco ombre bad decisions bartenders that's in canton brewers cask bond street social dark horse saloon finnegan's wake john stephen limited langerman's no idea tavern the americana the hill tommy's downtown tavern and the waterfront hotel bar honestly i think this is a fantastic idea and i really can see this taking off 
Check out the website if you live in the area or if you know someone in the area, in the Baltimore area. So it's B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. Beer Giver. And while you're at it, why don't you follow him on Twitter at Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. And of course, you can find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. Check it out. All right, well, we're just going to blast this show out and not even really stop for breaks. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have here? Um, I don't want to go th- to anything too dark, I think. Oh, here's one. I titled this, End in Batshit Crazy News. <laughs> Which one is this? Uh, Representative Stern says birthers have legitimate concerns. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was surprised that this shit is still going on. Aren't you? Yeah, it's... it's. We're almost at the end of his first term. I know. Representative Cliff Stearns, Republican from Florida, the chairman of the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigation, reiterated on Tuesday concerns over whether President Barack Obama had an authentic birth certificate. Then his aide headbutted him in the nose. I would hope so. I am, shall we say, looking at all the evidence. Is this the evidence that Trump had, which was fucking nothing? It's a fucking birth certificate. Do you really think he would have been allowed to run if he couldn't prove he was a citizen? Like, why are we wasting our time on this? Because he's black. Is he? He's a black. He's a whitest black black man in the world. No, not the whitest. Michael Jackson was probably the whitest white black person. White black person. Tiger Woods plays golf. That's true. Well, <laughs> he used to. Yeah, he's on South Park. Um, let's see. He noted that Republican Sheriff Joe Arpaio of Arizona announced in early March that his investigation into Obama's birth certificate found the document was most likely a, quote, computer-generated forgery. Yeah, because we all know that guy is like the epitome of class and intelligence, right? I think we are just going to hold his abeyance, a final decision, until we hear, you know, some of these people seem to have legitimate concerns, so I don't think it's unreasonable just to see what they have to say. No, you say, you're all fucking stupid. See, do you know what sucks? This is what sucks about the Democrats, Okay. Because just to be a pain in the ass, mm. just to be a pain in the ass, there should be a bunch of Democrats out there looking for Romney's birth certificate. <laughs> Seriously. Like, and and going through the same exact bullshit. This is a forgery. This yeah. is a forgery. I don't trust it. Yeah. Who's that person in the hospital who gave it to us? Whose pocket are they in? Yeah. You know? And go through the same thing because that's just cause you know what it is? It's it's along the same lines as all these lawmakers now who are who are looking to to limit um, you know, Viagra coverage in insurance. Okay, yeah. to sort of balance the whole right, you know, right. contraceptive thing. All right. It's 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 a fucking waste of time. Yeah. All right. Just stop <laughs> leaving it in the press. There's Way too much ink spilled over it. It's I don't. Bullshit. I don't understand. I don't. I mean, we know and we've seen that the Republican Party is fucking laser focused when they want to be. 
And they have a couple of wing nuts here and there, like um, the birthers and. But spend some the, fucking time doing something real. No, but if they did, they'd have to actually fucking do something. Ridiculous! Such a waste of. And time. if they do something, then a Democratic president gets credit for it. <sighs> Who cares? Yeah, they're all. But but that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the problem. They're all. They all say, "Oh, we want to make the country better. We want to make the no, country they don't. better." But they're not. You know they're what? Like, if oh, Bush, you know what? This will be a cool gig. I'll get some power. Get some money. It'll be nice. If Bush had a killed Bin Laden, I would have said that guy is a major twat. But he killed Bin Laden. Yeah. So I got to give him credit for that. And that's what Obama can see. You know what? He could just come on the news like mm. every couple of weeks and go, I made sure they shot o- o- um, Bin Laden in the face. Yeah. Oh, and Gaddafi's not in power anymore, too, people. Remember that? Yeah. <sighs> Wait, who got who, who was who was in charge when Saddam was caught? Was that Bush? Yes. Okay, so I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. Bush sent the people over there that found him in a spider hole. Yeah. All right. Should have shot him, though. That would have been cool. No, it was much better to have him hung. Right? Well, not for him. Well. <laughs> and you know that fucker tied the knot wrong, so he uh, strangled. <laughs> right? The birthers <clears throat> actually kind of just make my heart hurt a little bit because they're so fucking stupid. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. So, Massachusetts is not free of stupidity. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> In Yarmouth. Home of the pirates. Yarmouth. Yeah. <clears throat> like many people who get summoned to jury duty, Jacob Clark didn't want to go. But unlike most people, he had a legitimate excuse. He's nine years old. That's awesome. I was like, what's jury duty? Jacob told the Cape Cod Times in response to his summons to appear in Orleans District Court in Massachusetts on April 18th. His grandmother told him it was a good excuse to miss a day of school. (laughs) Let's go do this. His dad called the jury commission office to find out what happened. Turns out someone apparently had typed 1982 for the Yarmouth third third grader's birth year instead of 2002 how do you fuck that up maybe the one you maybe maybe you did a whole bunch for 1980 something right before that the mistake was quickly corrected oh see that's different like if that was uh south carolina they would have made him serve it but that the thing is though that's (laughs) that's like that's not really a story no you know what that is that's an anecdote well exactly that (laughs) that it just it's something that happened Yeah. You know? Cool story, bro. Tell it again. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, huh? That's ridiculous. Uh, It shouldn't even be a story. It's a waste of ink. Even fake computer ink. How about this one? Free condoms in Massachusetts for 12-year-olds? Right. A Massachusetts school district plans to give middle schoolers prophylactics and sex ed lectures. (laughs) Lectures. Many parents are less than pleased. Many parents also had kids out of wedlock. (sighs) Many single parents <laughs> thought it was a damn fine idea. <laughs> School officials in Springfield, Mass. are trying a new approach to tackle their district's high pregnancy rate. Handing out free condoms to students aged 12 and up. Health officials applaud the program, which is nearing formal approval, and Springfield Mayor Dominic J. Sarno calls it a, quote, smart move. But dissenting Springfield School Committee member Peter Murphy 
says giving 12-year-olds condoms is, is inappropriate and illegal since 12 is below the age of consent in the state. They're not putting them on them and making them fuck other people. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that would be wrong. <laughs> Just ask the church. Is this sending tweens the wrong message about sex? Now, here's here's a question though. Yes. Um are they having the conversations and letting them know that they are available or are they just going up and down the rows? Here you go, here you go. See, that's what it doesn't say. All right? Because if they're saying that like, hey, these are the facts. This is what you should know. You're going to screw around if you're going to screw around, okay? Be safe about it. Right. Okay? Um, and if you're yeah. going to be safe, if you're going to act like this, be responsible about it. Well, I want to read the comment that Angie posted under this after I finished this up because she uh, pretty much said the same thing you did, but with yeah. more detail. Um, there's a headline here. There's uh, there's uh, It's a great idea. This is wrong. So let me read them in order here. This is wrong for so many reasons. Passing out condoms to middle school kids is crazy, says Deborah Cruz at the Star. I don't know what that is, but I don't give a shit. It's a license to be promiscuous and experiment sexually. You know what? Uh, being in the same room with a girl that will let you touch them is license enough. Like, uh, I was they, 12. Uh, I remember what I did when I was 12. Are they thinking that the idea is never going to enter their heads? Yeah. With Like, come on. Yeah. Not only that, but it's a damn infringement of impar- of parental rights. Really, what's next? Free abortion clinics operating out of the gymnasium? Yeah, because that's... That's the next That's logical not step. Daryl. <laughs> Here's the actually it's a great idea. This policy sounds pretty beneficial on all counts, says Danielle Sullivan at Babel, which I don't know what it is, and so I don't give a shit. Any parent see, just to be fair. Any change pa- the name of the show to I don't know what that is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Well, if I thought we could get away with it. <laughs> iTunes would never let us do that. No. Any parent who does not feel comfortable with the plan can tell the school not to give their kids condoms and students will get sex ed counseling before they're given prophylactics there's your answer there you go educators are simply accepting the reality that many teens and even preteens are having sex already and telling them that if they are sexually active using condoms is the right thing to do why is this a fucking problem exactly giving teens condoms doesn't mean they'll use them this is an understandable move for school officials fed up with the consequences of unstoppable, rampaging teen hormones, said Erin Gloria Ryan at Jezebel. I actually know what that is. But this its kind of funny, Jezebel. Jezebel. Yeah. But this plan might not <laughs> last long enough to lead to the health benefits proponents want, nor the corruption of morals opponents fear. In fact, I bet the district scraps the idea the moment the first teacher, quote, gets pee from a urine-filled condom balloon on her shoes. Oh, who would do that? Me. Oh, okay. <sighs> and people are blaming Obama for this in the uh, in the comments right, section. That's right. It's his fault that teenagers fuck. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's just fucking. <laughs> I wasn't fucking when I was twelve. I went to school. There was a girl. There was a girl in my school that was pregnant in. Um, Seventh grade. Really? Yeah. I did get a blowjob in the eighth grade, though. Hmm. I mean, not, like, at the school. Oh, it wasn't required from the school? No. God, although that science teacher. (laughs) 
So Angie wrote, my first session of sex ed was when I was nine years old and in the fourth grade. The girls all got a week of, quote, special classes while the boys got an extra recess. Wow, that's fucking stupid. It really is. Because if anybody... Well, the boys went to a strip club. Well, the boys just went out and fucked the stump. <laughs> hey. What? Hey, what? That girl has a name. <laughs> Sorry. Stumpy. There you go. Um... While we didn't get the nitty-gritty of boy parts, we did learn about our maturing bodies and the changes that were on the way. We learned about sex, risk prevention, and birth control two years later. Actual graphic medical drawings of what intercourse looks like came up. She wrote, shut up, boys. Um, a year after that, with all of us girls shrieking, it goes there. That could be kind of a shock, huh? Oh, I got to tell you, my, uh, my older daughter, she went through, I think it was, I think it was at this year, sixth grade? Where they had like those that like that that class, and yeah. I got to tell you, it was really funny because she came home like that day and we're like, "How was that?" She's like, "Don't want to talk about it." <laughs> Her friends came over, we're just like, "So, how was the class?" Don't want to talk about it, you know. Boys and the boys and the girls don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. The best deterrent against teenage sex is to show them what it is. That's what the internet's for. No, that's wrong because. Yeah. Yeah. Unrealistic expectations. Seriously. Yeah. No matter how hard you try, it's going to go in the hair. (laughs) (laughs) Upon, Uh, let me get back to this. Upon entering high school, each grade got mixed gender sex ed classes for a week. This week usually concluded with that scene from the miracle of life. I never saw that, actually. I had to look it up later online. (laughs) That if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you will probably know well. We proudly had one of the lowest teen pregnancy rates in the county. Since then, the sex education of my old school has degraded to almost entirely abstinence only. (sighs) The pregnancy rates have skyrocketed. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. Randy and I have already decided that when the day comes for our kid, we will have the talk with him or her or both, whatever, together. It seems that any realistic approach to sex education in the schools gets met with overreactionaries and sex negative ninny hammers. Uh, see, I like that ninny hammers. See, here, here's here's the thing. Yeah. All right, um, I think that the conversation starts in a lot of in, like w- w- with your kids a thousand different times, way before. They get to this. Age. We've st- we've already started okay. we've- because it's a it, it starts off with sort of respect for your body, blah blah yep. blah that yep. whole thing. Respect for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Um, my my daughter Olivia, who would absolutely lose her mind if she knew that I was telling this story. Okay. Okay, but she doesn't listen anymore. So that's <laughs> since you called her all those names. I don't allow her to. So um. She went to a dance. Now I've I've, right. I've mentioned before that there's this boy that she yes likes, that likes yes. her. Okay, we'll um, call him Dylan. We'll, we'll, no, <laughs> um, he has we, a guitar, right? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we will not mention his name. So Voldemort. No, <laughs> he um and it's just a boy. And exactly. So um, I say that now. They there there was there was a dance. Yeah. Okay, last week. Now he comes over, they hang out, and everything is very, very chaste. Right. Okay. Um, as I was driving, I drove him, his brother, um, and two of Olivia's friends home from the dance. Okay. So um, 
dropped off the boys, right? Yeah. You know, the girls were giggling in the back of the van. There was a text that came in. They giggled a little bit more. Right. They had to go to one girl's house before we drove somebody home. So, oh, yeah. Right? So by the time I'm with Olivia driving home, um, there had been sort of something that had gone on. Okay. All right? So um, I'm like, so did you have a good time? She's like, yeah. I go, what was all the the tittering in the back of the van? She's just like, oh, they just like during the whole dance, everyone was saying that I should have slow danced with so-and-so. Okay. And uh, I'm like, well, sh- did you? She goes, no, 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 no. God, no. Hmm. Um, I said, all right. I go, um, you know, did did you want to? She said, Kind of, she said, but it was weird because everybody was making a big deal. Oh yeah, I was, so I was, I was like, all right, cool. She said, so she said, what happened when we were in, you know, after we dropped him off? I, she said, I sent him a text. Sorry, my friends were being so weird about the whole dancing thing, you know. Nice. Um, and he responded, he's just like, that's okay, um, and and something to the effect that you know, it it would have been. You know, nice but a little awkward. You know, you know, sort of like on the same page yeah. as she was. You yeah. know, it's fine. I was just like, all right, that that that's cool. You know, yeah. that's fine. Um, that's fine. I go, how does that make you feel? She's like, I don't know, a little weird, but she says, she says it's a little weird, but it's it's kind of nice. I said, okay, cool. She's like. I mean, we've like, I've held his hand like twice, you know, and it was really, really cute. And plus I was just thrilled to death. She was talking to me about yeah, this, yeah. you know? And, um, I said, well, that's, that's, that's cool. She mm. says, and it's still a little awkward, you know, she, you know, so she's, what I'm really, really happy about is that she's, she has a comfort level yeah. and she's staying within the boundaries of her comfort level. She's not doing anything to impress her friends or to mm. try and, you know, go exactly. It's, well, it's, but the, but it's, here's the thing. It's, she's, it's easy to, to fall to that peer pressure the older you get. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. It's, I, I, you know, no, you know what I think it is? I think the peer pressure thing, I think it's it's harder at this age because it's more difficult at this time to sort of go against the grain with your friends and to not do that. And then I think that as you get older, because the stakes are higher, peer pressure is 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 a bigger deal. I just mean in, Whereas, in, a, in a dance type relationship. Well she was situation. very but here's the thing, it's just like she, it's easy to she sit was a there little, and go, oh no, no. No, but no. but she was at in that situation at the dance. Mm. They were like kind of you should, you should and she was just like, mm, I'm good. So she showed a, she 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 held her ground. She yeah. Kept with well, the boundaries. It's not, I can't imagine that they created a high pressure situation. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you don't know what the pressure is because right. you know it's it's your friends and the her yeah. friends. I know her friends. They're you know for them it's more amusing than anything else. Right, but, right. You know right. what I mean. Yeah. So um, that's what so, I'm saying. When you as you get older, the stakes are higher. Exactly. Is what I'm saying. So, yeah. but again, I was just really happy that she was. She recognized what her her comfort level was, what mm. her own personal boundaries were. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was it was because of what what she felt. And at one point during our conversation, she said, oh, "I I thought you'd be mad at me. Like, why why would I be mad at you, Olivia? It sounds like you're mm. you're handling this just beautifully." You're like I said, staying within your comfort level. You're not letting any of this external stuff kind of push you in a direction that you're not ready for. Right. 
And I said I was really, really impressed with her and really, really proud of her because it's now. She's 11. Yeah. Okay? And it's now that you want to sort of reinforce that. You know what? It's okay to just stay within your comfort level. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't have to listen to your friends. Also, you have to to get that it's, you know... You can tell me whatever you want to tell me. Yeah, exactly. Gonna, that was a whole. I'm other not going to headbutt you in the face exactly and find was, him and put him in a shallow grave. Because right. um, that had one one wrong comment and oh you yeah, could definitely fuck everything up. Yeah, um, she's like, oh, I, I I thought you didn't like him. I'm like, why why would you think that, Olivia? Uh, you know, because I've backed like in the last year or so, I've mm-hmm. really backed off of like the sort of kind of teasy or you know oh, yeah. like yeah. going all you know. It's bad a different, boys it's a different thing now. Him. Yeah, you know, I don't call him Reggie anymore. You know. Um, look about thirty, <laughs> so I don't call him Reggie anymore. So um, that's said, that's the easiest way to get her to stop talking to you, though. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, she said, "Well, at dinner, you kept making fun of him." I said, "You know, Olivia, I was teasing him a little about this little thing." Mm-hmm. I said, "We were joking back and forth." I said, "You need to worry, and you, sh- you know, you should know this about me. You should worry when I don't." Tease one of your friends, boy or girl, because if I don't like yeah. them, I'm not going to, quite frankly, spend my energy right on them. Yeah. Okay. If I'm interacting with them and we're having a good time, then you know it's cool. I said I'm totally fine with where you are in this mm. whole thing. So then I got quiet for a second. I'm like, kissing is still gross, right? She's like, oh god, I'm not. She said I'm not anywhere near that. No. Just, <laughs> she says maybe when I'm like. 14 or so i'm like you know so that she has in her head she's thought about this stuff and she's i think she's in a really 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 good place with it you know and um so i'm 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 really i'm I'm really happy with it and i think that you know people who who think that oh it's it's sort of undermining the parents you know what then the parents Parent, aren't involved then in the, the school. Then the parents aren't involved. The parents need to be involved, okay? Yeah. I don't think that at a certain age you just shut it off and it's just like, oh, well, they're going to do what they're going to do. If they're going to do what they're going to do, then they're going to fuck, all right? Yes. Know, know your kid, okay? And I think it starts. <laughs> I, I, don't th- I don't think that your kid can turn 12 and your daughters start getting boobs. Then you go, oh, wow, we should start talking about it. It's It's having those those lines of communication open. Yeah way before that yeah so that you start going into this stuff in 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 a positive way yeah so we uh we we just talk about whatever right so ellen was eating and something fell off her spoon like a pea or something and it fell into her boobs and uh, she was looking down trying to grab it and nova said mom what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I said uh, some food fell into her boob and boobs. And Nova turned around and looked at me and said, Dad, it's boobies. <laughs> or I said, kids. I said, you're right. You're right. Because, you know, they're going to they're gonna grow. Yeah. So why wait? You know, grownups look different. Yeah. So what's yeah. the problem? Yeah. You know? Uh, the other the other thing that I'm very conscious of is if I'm flipping through channels and something is like inappropriate, I don't freak and like oh I gotta change it. You can't watch that. Yeah. Um, we have them like what what did I what did I I had something on for them and I was I was doing something in here on the computer and uh, they called me 
And it was like like Bridge on the River Kwai was the channel yeah. that was on under the DVR. And I went in and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, you don't want to watch these dudes fighting a war? And they said, <laughs> no, we would like a show for little girls. I'm like, okay. Green Lantern? Okay, yeah. That would be fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. Or Batman. Yes. But it it's... None of this boy shit. Let us watch <laughs> Batman. Yeah. But we're going to try, we're going to try the, you know, horror movies, violence, nudity. It's all contextual. Yeah. Sexual nudity is not, that's just doesn't come on at all or anywhere. Right. But like, like, like documentaries or I can't think of a good example of like, I don't know. I don't know. Certainly not that movie Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't want them to that to have weird to have the same hang-ups that that i did or or my wife did about you know nudity or their own bodies yeah. or being ashamed of of how they are who they are what they look like that kind of thing because nova's gonna be this tiny little sprite of a little girl and ripley's gonna be like fucking wonder woman oh my god there was this father who brought his daughter and son to the movies the other day and this daughter i swear to god i saw her walking in and all i thought of was bad parenting bad parenting really she was like nine okay okay she had and i'll go from top to bottom for you she had like those little furry like kitten ears on okay Okay. fine she's nine that's fine she had taken the lenses out of a pair of um 3d glasses so she's wearing the heavy frames fine that's cool i thought the sort of rub on tattoo sort of on her throat was a little weird Mm. okay yeah the girls will do them on their arms because i have them on my arms but it was like that's like on the throat just kind of like right under like the little like right there which was 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 weird it's just the flower finger a flower yeah okay um but all right, so what? Yeah, if she chose right, where to put like, it, right? Okay, yeah. fine. Um, just a you know a regular T-shirt. She had a denim jacket. It was like at the you know the waist kind of oh, okay, short yeah. short jacket, and then the more just wearable sleeves at much. that point. Yeah. Um, and then it got bad. It was short, 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 short shorts. Short, like really fucking short. Like camouflage shorts. Like that should okay. be your underwear short. Like really fucking short. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the black leather ankle boots, like boots that went up to the ankle mm-hmm. with the heel that was like like three inches. What the fuck do kids need a heel for? Exactly. And I'm, I wanted to punch the father in the face. Like, what the fuck? Why did you let her out of the house? Out like of that? her house. Out of the house. Like Why this? does she have those clothes? Exactly. Who buys that? So anyway, so to one of the other staff, I, um, I, I said, um, I said, Hey, um, you ever feel that you could tell the future? <laughs> and she said, uh, she says, no. Why? I said, well, give it a try. Look at her and tell me. So she looks and she goes, Oh, she's going to be a hooker. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 no. She's going to be passed around band's tour bus and yeah. then die of a cocaine overdose. She'll yeah. be 16 years old. Ooh. So, uh, but it was, and, and I was just, I was just appalled and I'm not a prude. I'm up, but it's just like, dude, what the fuck? She's, she had to be maybe nine years old. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? It was not cool. It was ridiculous. 
Well, I know, I know that uh, that I do this with the girls too. Like, if we're home, I'll be like, "All right, wear whatever you want," and you know, one of them will put on a nightie that goes to her ankles, well, and the other one will dress up like Wonder Woman. Yeah, like all right, but you're in your house, and it's play clothes, <laughs> and they're four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I came home the other day, and eating dinner was um, um, half Aurora and half Belle and Snow White. Cool. Like, all right, that's that's fine, whatever. <laughs> but. When we go out, when they go to ride their bikes or whatever, they... I saw they, the bikes. Very yeah, cool. Nova's scared to death of it. But she'll get over it and she'll yeah. be zipping around in no time. But they'll wear pants, helmets, t-shirt, yeah. shoes, socks, you know, like normal fucking right. people. Yeah, this was just, no, I'm sorry. At least it didn't say juicy on her I fucking... Oh. I'll, I'll tell you, there wasn't enough room. But why why make that stuff? I don't understand. I don't know. Because stupid parents buy it. I bought Nova a pair of boots, ankle boots. They're like suede black boots with two buckles on each side, but they're flats. Yeah. And they go with her black canary costume. Yeah. And she's four. So there's dress up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but this was not cool. It's like it's like when when you get into the to the 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 conversations when we talk about, um, you know the 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 poster for like Zach and Mary make a porno. It's yeah. Like oh, children are going to see it. Yeah, and they're not going to fucking know what it is. Yeah, and you know what? If they ask what porno means, you tell them. Yeah, it's a movie that people make. Yeah, it's a it's type a different of movie kind that of movie people make, and it's for grownups. And then you know what? Then you change the fucking subject. And that yeah. You know, Nova's, Nova's asked questions here and there, and I'm just like, hey, did you want a banana? It's easy enough yeah. to avoid the question. You can only avoid it for so long, but, you know, you got to be you, you got to be creative and think on your feet. You yeah. can't be complacent with right. how things are. And you can't are. just, like, shut down or lose your mind. Like, again, this this article about the condoms, like... You know what? It's not saying, okay, on your mark, get set, fuck. Mm. Because that that's not what they're saying. They're saying, yeah. hey, you know what? If you're going to engage in, in this serious behavior, then be serious about it. But first, here are the consequences. Right. Here are yeah. the consequences. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's... I don't know. The- and, and don't get your information from MTV, you know, 16 and pregnant or whatever the fuck that uh, is. Yeah, because let's aspire to be a star. Because that, that's that what way. they did. See, and that's part of the problem. And, like, again, I don't want to sound like this old fuddy duddy kind of person that sort of glamorizes something that's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. I would like to see, um, you know, for every two shows of 16 and pregnant, show 16 and successful. Like, hey, I'm getting straight A's because I didn't fuck some idiot. But you know what, though? But you know what, though? That's, quite frankly, that's boring. No one wants to see that. Because you know why? Because another reason people watch shit like... To feel better about themselves. Or Maury Povich or whatever this fucking Jerry Springer shit. So that they can look and go, oh, my God. My life, no matter what the fuck I think of it... (laughs) is a thousand times better than that girl on a stage with 15 other guys going, one of you is my baby's daddy. I fucked all of you, and one of you is going to be the daddy. Yeah, and you're looking at all of them, and you're like, well, somebody had to fuck her, I guess. Yeah. So. But that's. The bastard child of 15 stupid people. 
Freddie Gump. One big, <laughs> one big DNA cocktail of stupid. <sighs> anyway. I, I had something I was going to say, but I forgot what it was, so whatever. Did we just blow through that whole half hour already? I think we did, yeah. Let's break it. Wow. All right, and then we'll come back and we'll do feedback. Yeah. Damn. by force and mr chris to tell you a little bit about outside the cinema all right reverend scott take uh, us to church uh what can we expect to find from a typical show two hours of just random blabber <laughs> uh is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity i'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them you review all these exploitation <laughs> horror comedy cult and often all around terrible movies you must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Ugh. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. If you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. Going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that.
All right, so before we get to feedback, um, I'm inviting you, and I got to invite a whole bunch of other people. Um, on May 18th, uh, we're going to play the Middle East. It's kind of a big, big yeah, deal. Yeah, that's, cool, that's a cool place to play. <clears throat> we, um, we have our, our regular singer and regular guitarist. Our drummer is now our bass player. And he, he's really good on the uh, on bass. Um, not that he wasn't good on drums, but he's so much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I am on rhythm guitar, and we have a new guy, Dan, who is our drummer. And it's it reminds me, uh, us playing, playing on one of the songs reminds me of um, the end of Empire Strikes Back. Okay. You got the giant Star Destroyer out there. You got the Falcon flying. It's being shot at by TIE fighters. Uh-huh. It's getting rocked back and forth. 3PO's holding his leg up in the air. Luke's half dead in the thing. And then all of a sudden, R2 turns that switch. Yeah. And everything turns green, and the ship just takes off at a million miles an hour. Yeah. That's what happened when we all fell into our spots. Like, nice. Like, we're a band now. Cool. I'm not nervous about this show. Good. Um. We're going to do a cover of a uh, Black Sabbath song, Wizard, or Wizards. I don't know if it's plural, because honestly, I just listened to it. I don't read the title. <laughs> and um, everybody should, everybody that can should show up, because I'm going to sing again. Ooh. Yeah. We are going to cover Season of the Witch, which cool. is hands down one of my all-time favorite songs. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing That's some awesome. of it. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, I can't get anybody in. <laughs> So uh, tickets are ten bucks ahead of time on the website. So I'll put a link up. But I would like you know this is the show that I would like George to go to, and you know my wife's gonna go. So cool. I'll kinda... never get my wife out of the house. <laughs> I um, can't imagine she would yeah, enjoy the May, music. Well, what day is that? <laughs> it's is a it? Friday night. It's a Friday night. Okay. Yeah. So I don't have the show. We're well, gonna go on probably around eleven. Yeah. So I think they're open till one. Yeah. So it starts at eight. There's three other bands so i'm probably not gonna show up till about 11 yeah because um, cool. you know i got all this other yeah. stuff uh but it should be a lot of fun because we're we're kind of re rewriting the songs as we go yeah because we're all like where we're supposed to be cool so it, cool. it middle be east good. that's a good gig that, yeah that, that's good i'm very surprised a lot of people, on a sorry. friday yeah seriously that's yeah what good. the fuck I you've heard me yeah it's terrible I yeah just... <laughs> we were bad before like like we were not prepared, but now it's. I was like, just trying not to get stabbed in that bar. No, that was all right. That place wasn't no, it bad. was all right. It, it's, it yeah, was, you're gonna have a bigger crowd at the Middle East, though. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's always, it's always good to look and see, look out and see who you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that play I did a few years ago that I wrote? Yeah. All right. It was nice to look in the audience and say, "Oh, I don't, I don't know everybody here. This is awesome. <laughs> People actually." Paid to see this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, no, that's a good feeling. Cool. Yeah, so that's we'll, awesome. we'll see. Uh, I don't have an amp for my guitar, so that's going to suck. <laughs> I don't. I have that tiny little crate one down there. It's like it's like a foot-wide yeah. foot diameter speaker. That's all I needed because all I was doing was playing at home. Yeah. I lost the old one when the practice space I was in got locked up. Uh, yeah, it was a nice tube amp, too. That's too bad. I don't have the money for... Uh, <laughs> You know, a six hundred dollar amp yeah. minimum. You know, so but I think I think the drummer might uh, Dan. He might know somebody that could yeah that could help out. So we'll see. You could probably I bet if you wanted a Craigslist and said, hey, you know what, I need an amp. I'll get you into that. You know, I'll, I'll I'll pay to get you into the show. Something like that. Yeah, 
what um what what we're thinking yeah, is if, if I can't if I can't get anything together, yeah. there might be somebody from another band that could help out. Yeah, because we everybody helps each other yeah. out. So, but it's the 18th at the Middle East in Cambridge, May, <clears throat> May 18th. Yeah, May 18th. Okay, so that should be fun. I'll I'll start blasting in like a month. Cool. Uh, you know, I'll put it up every day, and we'll see how it goes. Nice. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I will be half drunk. All right. Um, because I, I couldn't do that when I did the museum show, obviously. Yeah. And that's why I was terrified. Right now, I'm not. I'm and not. The museum show was good. You sounded good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's the tough part. But I've been singing. Um, <laughs> that's for you, Scott. Uh, just take it. That's the tough part. Yeah. Um, she said. But this version of, of Season of the Witch, I've been singing since like. Like in the car driving, yeah. Like since 1990, <laughs> so. But it's cool. gonna be a mix. It's gonna maybe start off traditional and then get a little heavier as it goes on. Yeah. So it it, it may be the first song we do, which would be good because I could get it the fuck out of the way. But then we're gonna have backing vocals and stuff. We're gonna like actually like expand things out. Cool. So. It's a real fucking band now. Yeah. It's not like some shit show we throw together <laughs> just to have fun. Because yeah. honestly, Drew knew the stuff, and um, that's about it. <laughs> now, do you guys get? I mean, is it just like an honor to be there kind of thing? I haven't been Does paid the band yet. Actually, get paid. I don't know. We played one show and we got like twelve dollars yeah. when everything was said and done because we were on earlier, right? And uh, that paid for like an hour of the practice space we rent. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna work. Huh. So cool. I don't know. I've never been to the Middle East. So years and years and years ago, way back in my earlier days. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna read this. Okay. Um Hi Chris. Uh this by the way is from Ian. It is uh it says Hi Chris, emo is indeed a descendant of the hardcore punk genre. The Smiths and other depressing bands weren't emo at the time, but they have been retconned as emo because the original emo bands uh to really match the current form of genre. See, I thought the the Smiths early on were considered goth. Yeah. And then that evolved into what it is now. See, last week we did a story about a kid, about a bunch of people. I think it was in Iran or Iraq. I can't remember cuz I was honestly half half asleep yeah um that they were they were on a list to like be beaten and stoned and killed because they were emo it's a bad list and you know there's 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 an anti-emo climate in the united states but ain't shit like compared to to that (laughs) and those emo kids are just so upset about it uh regardless i've attached a reply i sent to dave pac-man show about this very issue that is a fairly comprehensive evaluation of the genre nice i like i like his show uh origin of emo hi david i wanted to take the time to respond to your discussion with lewis about origin of emo uh emos your emus um uh actually are actually not from the 1980s but were first discovered in the 1600s by explorers in australia previously there were many species but europeans hunted or killed them as pests to the point of extinction i see what he did there yeah uh kidding of course all right um how emus got into Iraq is difficult to discern, but they must have a food source that is heretofore undocumented in the region. Kidding, of course, emo was indeed part of the evolution of punk rock music. After first wave of punk bands came hardcore punk, which branched into a couple of directions. 
While some punks admired the musicianship of metal guitarists leading to the birth of hardcore metal, there were still other hardcore bands that were interested in expanding the emotional palette of hardcore music. While the music had previously focused entirely on anger, politics, class, social problems, etc., and largely stuck to a heavily distorted, sporadic, fast music, a few started to introduce more melody, specifically switching from shouting and screaming uh, to use singing and melodic riffs and more focus on personal and emotional topics rather than societal ones. Ian McKay, formerly of Minor Threat, then of Embrace, now Fugazi, pioneered this along with many other bands. Oh. These were still angry, loud, hardcore bands, but they broke from hardcore tradition, making emo the first wave of what can be called post-hardcore. This all happened in Washington, D.C., mind you, and most of the bands were broken up after the midterm elections of 19... What? No. Uh, after only an album. And the first wave was done with within a few years. Many of these musicians went on to form experimental bands that would make up the second wave of post-hardcore, uh, which is... Uh, which is which is what is more commonly defined as post-hardcore and would tend to innovate uh, into the 90s. Meanwhile, the sound that the brief emo scene produced during these popping up uh, started popping up around the country, forming a second wave of emo. These bands still playing primarily hardcore-oriented music. In the mid-90s, a third wave of bands formed, largely influenced by other forms of music like pop-punk and indie rock, but still traceable directly from essentially one band, Jawbreaker. Bands like Jimmy mm-hmm. World, Get Up Kids, Sunny Day Real Estate were bands that took emo from a genre that could essentially be seen as post-hardcore to a new genre that was more poppy and less angry. After years of playing and recording, they actually had some breakout hits in the early 2000s. Meanwhile, what could be called a fourth wave of bands was formed, uh, groups like Dashboard Confessional, Chris Caraba, previous of Further Seems Forever, Brand New, etc., made the genre label extremely convoluted. These acts incorporated many, many other genres, and indeed, Dashboard is closer to acoustic pop music than it is to hardcore, so by this time, emo had really ceased to be a label with any meaning. Proliferation of the hot topic pseudo-goth styles, shaggy hair, and a few other factors led to what is frequently called the emo aesthetic, which really has its origin more in a new wave in industrial scenes and was adopted as a scene trait until long after the creation of emo. Wall text, wall of text is long. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I figure that is sufficient overview. Ian, all right, all right. I got some. Uh, I got some voicemail here. Right. I have one called "Finding Emo." Okay, that's cute. I like yeah. that. Let's see what we got. Hello, Chris, and hello, Frank, if he happens to be there. I hope you here. are still enjoying the weather. As you may have guessed, this is Evil Dave from the Inside Outcast with some feedback to the previous show. Now, Chris, you were questioning whether or not emo grew out of the punk scene, and I am here to say that yes, indeed, it did. Emo started around the late 80s in the Washington, D.C. area. It's Let's see if these two jive. Hardcore scene. (laughs) In fact, it was known as emotional hardcore or emo core. As the hardcore punk bands of the area turned that aggression inward, the musicians developed a greater skill level. Meanwhile, the vocalists would sing more personal, even confessional lyrics with a great deal of emotion from which the name emo derived. Emo, even back then, was used as an insult. Early critics 
regarded these new bands as the worst shit they had ever heard. Yet it drew its own fans, and certain bands, such as Jimmy Eat World, very much inspired the emo bands of today. Now, I prefer to use the term post-hardcore to emo because I think post-hardcore is more accurate a description, as it did grow out of the American hardcore scene. If you pay close attention to emotional hardcore or post-hardcore, you can hear its hardcore roots, especially in the beat. There is very much a punk attitude. So emo did not grow out of the Smiths and Joy Division. It was the gothic scene that developed from Joy Division. Joy Division pioneered the post-punk scene, which seems a cousin to post-hardcore, post-hardcore being definitively American, at least in origin. Post-punk developed out of the British punk scene that, if you recall, included quite a few bands, including not only the Sex Pistols and the Buzzcocks, but even the Clash and the Police. Now, Ian Curtis's rather personal difficulties fused with the music to create something a bit more introverted than their punk counterparts. And the gothic scene that was developing around the time embraced post-punk along with the glam rock of Alice Cooper and David Bowie, the British garage bands of the 1960s, as well as psychedelic rock. So gothic music is really a hodgepodge of various things. Now the Smiths are interesting in that they're somewhat a crossover because both emo and goths can enjoy the Smiths. But the Smiths really doesn't belong in either camp. They're more a neo-psychedelic sort of thing, much like Echo and the Bunnymen or the Church. Now, I came to find this out because we had on the Inside Outcast, I think episode 54, a discussion on emo because of the much confusion between emo and gothic subcultures. Being a self-described goth, I took it quite personally when people would refer to things very gothic in nature as being emo, and vice versa. Now, it may seem silly to get upset over such little differences, but it's like when people confuse Scotland and Ireland, or China for Japan. You can kind of see why they might confuse things, as there are some similarities between the two, but they are more distinct than same. To put it in Chris's parlance... It's like confusing Star Trek for Star Wars. My issue over this confusion really peaked with the original British (laughs) version of Being Human, in which a so-called emo was brought forward to a vampire as a sort of sacrifice, a voluntary sacrifice. And by all accounts, she was not emo, but definitively goth. She had straight black hair. She was wearing a corset. She had on a short skirt with it looked like torn fishnets and clunky boots. This is Ah. quite stereotypically gothic fashion for females. Your emo chick is more likely to have rather voluminous hair. Her makeup will be less severe. She will likely wear a hoodie, skinny pants, 
cute little tennis shoes. So there are many differences between emo and goth cultures, above all being the music. If you listen to early emo, such as Jawbox, which grew out of the DC punk band government issue, you can definitely hear its American punk roots. And you can hear similarities in such luminaries in the scene as early My Chemical Romance. And if the sun comes up, will it tear the skin off our bones? And then as rays are sharp, white teeth rip out our necks. So you someone get me to the doctor, someone get me to a church Meanwhile, you can hear the influence of Joy Division on post-punk and gothic rock bands of today, such as She Wants Revenge. I watch her feet move, her hips they sway, does a hair flip, then starts to stay. Oh my god, it's my favorite song, I pull her close and she sings along. And the Twin Cities band Rope. Before my waking eyes, the walls come tumbling down around me. Not, not too much like Bowie. I know, huh? And as the story goes, before my waking eyes, the walls come tumbling down around me. However, that's not the only reason I am sending feedback. I'd like to respond somewhat to the account of emo kids getting stoned, and not in the drug fashion, in the Middle East. Now, by your reaction, Chris, you were pointing out how backwards thinking they were. Well, it was only in 2007 that a gothic couple was attacked in Lancashire, I don't know if you've heard of the Sophie Lancaster murder, but Sophie and her boyfriend Robert were cutting through a park on their way home when they were assaulted by a gang of chavs. Now, if you don't know what a chav is, just picture in your mind the cast from Attack the Block. Now, they first concentrated on Robert, knocking him to the ground and starting to kick him. Sophie dived down to his rescue and cradled his head, yet they did not let up. They actually stomped on her head. She went into a coma, only to die a mere 13 days later. Fortunately, Robert survived thanks to her sacrifice. Now, the perpetrators showed little to no remorse. In fact, during the police investigation, one of the officers recounts how this young chav was joking with his mother while being questioned. One of the officers retired shortly after the case, having pretty much grown disillusioned over the whole ordeal. Some good has come out of it, Sophie's mother founded the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, which is 
devoted to more harsh litigation against hate crime and a greater emphasis on education against intolerance. There have been several CD compilations comprised of various bands in the gothic and related scenes who have donated songs in order to collect money for the foundation. Among these artists are Clyde, The Last Dance, The Mission, and the spoken word performer Jules. Even UK Decay and Alien Sex Fiend make appearances. We promoted one such compilation for about three months of our show. So sadly, violence due to intolerance is not unique to the Middle East. We still have it in our supposedly more rational Western society. Granted, in Sophie Lancaster's case, it was based on quite random violence, but suggests perhaps the way children are raised, while violence in the Middle East seems a bit more organized. So on that depressing note, I leave it to you, who, as experience has shown, are far more adept at turning sad news into something quite funny. So thank you, and ta. Yeah, that's why we don't... Well, thank you for that extensive... Yes, thank and I'm you. not making fun of you. Um, <laughs> I, I learned a lot from that. Yeah, um, I have a question, though. Yeah. When he was talking about differences between, like, Star Trek, Star Wars, and uh-huh. he said China and Japan. Isn't China in Japan? Yeah, and Scotland's that's inside I, London, that's I what thought. I thought, I thought yeah. Scotland was like a... Uh, but to, but to but to to give a little insight here, I do find stories every now and then that I'm like, oh, that could be. Oh no, that's fucking horrendous. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. regs of humanity. I don't think that we will ever do stories about dead children, um, unless it's like national news. Yeah, there because there's some horrific shit out there if you really look for it. I just I can't I can't make fun of that because all I'd want to do is just you know beat the guy with a pipe. But thank you. Thank you for saying that we can do that. <laughs> what do you got there? Uh, what do I got here? We have, this is from uh, James the Dork. Okay. Uh, subject is abusive relationships. Oh, yeah. I had uh, posed the question, um, you know, that I, I said I know a bunch of people, a bunch of girls that I know are strong, smart people, but when it comes to their relationships, they turn into um not to mince words someone on a lifetime movie cowards like before the final 45 minutes when they set the bed on fire right before that yes it's all the leading up to it like half hour 45 minutes yeah and i think i think i went i went past the point that i wanted to and it got into like you know domestic abuse situations and stuff but it's like you know some some people that i know are so just submissive just like I just want the relationship over, take yeah. whatever the fuck you want and get away from me. But like if, if it's a divorce and there's a house in question, it's like, you know, yeah. stand up for yourself. Obviously you if you're leaving the person, you have enough, you know, support or balls to yeah. basically do it. So go all the way. Get what gets what's yours. And I that's the part I don't understand. So I think then I, I had skimmed a little bit because it was the first, this was the first email yeah. that came in, so I wanted to see all right, this says, uh, you're going to get lots of emails on this, so I'll try to keep it short. You're looking for logic and reason in a situation where such things do not apply. These women have been stripped of their self-worth and brainwashed into believing that the person abusing them is the only person that 
ever has or ever will love them. Ever seen how an abused dog acts around its master? It's really the same thing, only it's even worse because the dog doesn't hide how scared it is when uh, when people come around. Mm. As someone who has seen the effects of spousal abuse up close and personal, both verbal and physical, I can tell you that the mind games these assholes and bitches, because women can be abusers too. Well, that's true. Play would get them high ranks um, in the SS. Treat them like the greatest gift on God's earth when they when they are doing what you say and rage like a lunatic when they don't. After a while, uh, not only will the victim behave, quote, more often than not, but when they, quote, screw up and get their ass kicked, they actually blame themselves. I shouldn't have mouthed off, or I knew better than to make yeah. chili, or he's only like that when he drinks. The the woman the- on um The Walking Dead before uh, Shane beat the living shit out of the husband, she was like that. Yeah. So that's a good, more recent fictional um, depiction of that. The frustrating part is most of the time you can't make them see what's going on or make them want to change it without a tremendous amount of work. Anyway, I think the short answer to your main question is that they go back to abusive relationships because on some level they don't acknowledge that the relationship is abusive. Game on, James the Dork. Oh, the game on thing is, uh, thank you for, for writing in that. That helps. He's the only one that I think responded to that. Yeah. Um, but if anybody else has anything else to add, it just it baffles my mind and it really makes me sad when I see that kind of shit go down. Yeah. Um, you just want to shake him and grab him and shake some sense into him, which probably is not the best thing to do, come to think of it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say smack some sense into him and then I thought better of that and went with shaking. None of those are good analogies. Right. Um, I played a song, a, a grassroots video for Santorum, Game On. It was fucking, oh, I, you've seen heard, it? I haven't seen it. I heard about it. I didn't yeah. want to, I read an article about it, but I didn't want to click on the video because I didn't want to give it my oh, click. Yeah, I played it on the show. Then we got this response. Santorum is my man. Santorum is my man. Santorum is a fucking idiot, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chris and Frank, it's James here from Australia in the Art of War. Uh, yeah, your politicians are batshit crazy. Yep. yep. I just can't. I just can't. I, why are they bothering? Like, Obama looks like a fucking genius compared to any of these people that you're presenting to us over this uh, forum of the podcast world. Because, um, I mean,. The only information I get is from you guys and me. It's just it's madness. The world's gone crazy. And it's only a quarter. Anyway, how you going, now. Chris and Frank, if you decide to show up tonight, Frank? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, wasn't it your schedule, by the way? Yeah, yeah. For the record. Boring as bad shit. And uh, that, that corny Santorum song was fucking entertaining, <laughs> if not shithouse. But uh, uh, you were saying last week that you were... Scared about um, dying before you get to see the kids grow up. Oh yeah, I had a and moment. Stuff. And, yeah, I think moment. every parent goes through that. But uh, I'd like to quote a uh, shitty Roland Emmerich film. Um, <laughs> and in what is it? The day after tomorrow, Ian Holm says to the black dude uh, <laughs> that he might not get to see his kids grow up, but the important thing is. That they will grow up, and that's mm. um, 
you know, pearl of wisdom from a piece of shit. <laughs> so, you know, not all the Roland Emmerich's uh, movies are shit. We not all of them. the cool man. lines like, uh, welcome to planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, no, I wouldn't worry about it too much, mate. You'll probably get over that eventually. <laughs> I kind of feel like I've done my bit if I die young. My kids will, uh, kids will have most of what they need, I think. Um, of course, they'll be upset that their dad's no longer around, but hey, you know, that's life. Shit happens. Your number could be up any day, any minute. Um, it's depressing. Well, I, uh, I did bring the whole show down. Kids <laughs> and band practice and no time, and we're very much alike, uh, you and I, Chris, I think, now. With your band that you're in and your, your two kids and you you got no time or anything. I know how that feels. I haven't called into you guys for ages because I've just been run off my feet with the uh, renovations on our house. But it's just about all done, so I thought I'd better get around nice. and send you guys another voicemail. But, uh, yeah, kids, band practice, no time, atheist scum. Uh, we're very much alike. So, uh, yeah, very cool. And I'm loving, um, what's this, draw something. App. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And that, that Hulk you drew, <laughs> um, the Incredible Hulk, his big angry face right on the screen. That was a fucking great drawing, man. You do you do well at that game. So uh, <laughs> keep it up and uh, I'll keep playing you. And, um, yeah, not much for you this week, Frank. Sorry, because you were, you know. <laughs> what the fuck? But, uh, it wasn't my yeah, schedule. Guys, hopefully very soon. See you, man. Love yous. Nice. Thanks. Could you clear this up, please? No, I said it. I said the schedule. I said that it was my fault, didn't I? I hope so. It wasn't mine. I was done with uh, my shit. I, I could have been here. Yeah, last week I had um I had said you know um I uh, I don't I don't consider myself that I'm gonna be forty in like two weeks. I don't think about oh it's forty and I don't freak out like you know. The average person does, yeah. I guess. Um, but through just in general, how everybody does it, it's like it's it's on my mind, you know. So I had my yearly checkup, and you see all the fucking shit I have over oh, he's here. Got now. A lot of pills over there. Yeah. Well, anything good? I have fish oil. Does wonders for your breath. Yeah. Well, Abe Vigoda notwithstanding, I was told that my cholesterol is good. It's below normal, but my good cholesterol is, is low. low, so I have to have oil, so I got to take fish oil. I have these pills for my allergies. I have these pills for my thyroid, and I have these pills for my heartburn. They, she thinks that, oh, and I have an actual honest-to-God inhaler, like a real one that doesn't hurt when I use it. Um, so she thinks that... Um, because I'm allergic to something year round that I yeah. the, the the drip uh post nasal drip uh and the heartburn and my weight can all be contributing to breathing problems. So oh. and I haven't had heartburn since I started taking the pills, which is fucking fantastic. That's cool. Um what's the heartburn stuff? Um I don't know. It's Omprazole. O M E P R A Z O L E. Omeprazole. Okay. I don't know. It's the it's the pill. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, so every once in a while, and it's it's always when I'm alone and and mostly driving to work or I'm alone at work, 
And I think about, you know, we ha- uh, we had the girls late, you know, in like what, 36, yeah. right? Yeah. 35 at the time, 36 at the right after, right? So by the time they're 20, you know, I'll be almost 60. Yep. And, you know, you extrapolate from there and it's like, you know, fuck. Yeah. I'll be 61 when Frankie is graduating high school. Hmm. 18. And it it just, it just kind of, I I had said, I had said last week that I'm not afraid of the actual dying because I've got it in my head that what happens is it just stops. That's it. I just, I just won't know unless it's like some horrific fucking thing that happens to me and I have to, you know, slowly die in a hospital. But you know, either it's going to be like in Constantine where you blink and all of a sudden you're standing in hell, <laughs> you know, or you're, you're whatever religious, you know, yeah. fucking story you want to go with, or that's it. It's just, you're you, just done. you don't even know that yeah. you've died, Um, which is weird. That's kind of a weird thought, like to actually think about what that would be like but yeah, then you realize there's no that there's, moment you can't realize what that is yeah you can't go oh fuck i'm dead right you could say oh fuck i'm dying right or here i go yes. or i'm out of here right right but game if, on if, if all of a sudden i just had like a massive like embolism or something yeah. and i just dropped dead i would never know I'd be falling to the ground thinking, I'm going to break my glasses. Fuck. <laughs> don't hit your head. Don't hit your head. Yeah. Ah. But then, you know, it's 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 the thinking about, okay, well, they'll still be around. And, like, my father's still alive. Your father's still alive. Both my parents are still. I don't know. Is your mom still? No. I, no I my mom's. I couldn't remember. No, my mom died in 99. Okay. I didn't want to assume yeah. and, you know, sound like an asshole. Um so I, I maybe part of it is is fearing that happening, losing other people, me being the child, then yeah. being the parent, and then being able to transpose that onto myself. So I I got kind of down, and I thought, you know, I think I even said, you know, before I um go and set up some uh, therapy appointments, is this <laughs> normal? And apparently it is. So yeah, when I hit forty around there, it sort of struck me that it was likely, I mean, I don't know, hmm. that I'm sort of past that halfway point. See, I don't think where I am there's, yet. Where there's, <laughs> where there's less time ahead of me than there hmm. is behind See, me. See, I think I still have a good 50 years left. Because the, 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 the newer the generation is, the longer they can live. And the more medical science God, is advanced. I hope I'm not going to be around another 50 years. I just. No, but see, that helps me knowing that I have only wasted um, a third of what I had, of, of, of what my overall life will be, <laughs> or a quarter. I'd say a quarter. Yeah, I don't know where my 30s went. I just blinked a fucking. You know where eye. they went? They went to fucking Lowe's. That's where they went. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah. And that's I'm okay with that. Yeah, my 40s will be at the museum. My 50s, hopefully, my 60s, and then I retire. God, I can't wait to die. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking tired. Yeah, but it's not a rest. I know it's. You don't get up and go. Oh, that was that was a good death. Ah, I'm back. Everybody should do this. (laughs) I got a list. 
Uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. I don't so, want to die. Yeah, I don't. I don't bring the show down all that often, but I that's something that I had been thinking about for like two months. Yeah, forty, man. Holy shit. Yeah. And then going to the doctor, you know, it's like I I know that the older you get, you know, forties <sighs> when you start getting that woohoo. A little, yeah, but see, I went, up, I yes. went before, before my birthday, so you get a year to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a feeling that there's no way I'm ever gonna be able to clean enough. I got, I gotta tell you, <laughs> there is, I know you don't listen to a lot of the Kevin, I don't Smith listen to any podcast right. anymore. That really, a, a couple here and there, but I don't have time. There is an episode of Babylon, Hollywood Babylon, it's maybe two episodes ago, where Kevin Smith tells the story about going to the doctor and that happening for the first time. And it is because like, we're all kind of around the same age. Yeah. All right. And it's absolutely hilarious. Okay. It is probably one of the funniest things I've like funniest stories I've, I've ever heard him tell. It was really, really, really funny. It's probably within the last two episodes. Of course it has to do with sticking something in his ass. Yeah, but you know what though? It was no. I got to tell you though, it was there was almost like a vulnerability there, uh-huh. you know, because he is really sensitive about his body. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Because there's so much of it. <laughs> I'm curious to know, like, how much of that shit that he says is cut out of his show on 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 AMC. Well, the thing like, is, though, it's like, like how often are they sitting around and right, and they'll just be like, "So this guy came in with that Spider-Man book you've been looking for for fifteen years. Did you suck his dick?" Well, the thing is, I bet that while they're filming, that he probably doesn't do a lot of that. I think that the yeah. show is mostly the other guys. Yeah, I. So I've seen. There's only like one or two guys that I like. I've seen like, I don't know, half the first episode. Hmm. I haven't been able to get. Who's the Who's the fucker that looks like a rabbit? I don't. Is that Walt? I don't know. It's just there's something about the show that I just makes me cringe. I I watch it. I enjoy it, but I don't know. I think there's only I think only like two of the people. No, one. I think I only like Ming. Yeah, he seems like the most well adjusted on the show. <laughs> That's a comic book man for anybody that uh, didn't know. So, um, Ooh, you- speaking of AMC, Mad Men starts up on Sunday, two hour premiere. Fucking psyched. Cannot mm-hmm. wait. I just can't get into it. Great show. Great, mm-hmm. great show. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Oh, we got um, one more thing. Yeah, let me just make sure. What is this? This is episode 188, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's this. This is U.S. News at 10 with your host, John Simmons. Hello, I'm John Simmons. Here's our U.S. News top story. Presidential hopeful Rick Santorum has recently announced that he will not only win the presidential race, but he has already chosen his new running mate, Satan. This is not a political war at all. This is not a cultural war at all. This is a spiritual war. And the father of lies has his sights on what you would think the father of lies, Satan, would have his sights on. A good, decent, powerful, influential country. The United States of America. If you were Satan, who would you attack in this day and age? Hi, I'm Satan, and I approve Rick Santorum (laughs) and this message. (laughs) 
and that's just the intro. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> Hey there, Chris and Frank. Well, guys, I used to be worried about the team of Christopher Bricklemeyer and Frank Hauser for president. But I have to admit, after that news story, I'm now more concerned about Team Rick Santorum and Satan. The scariest part is, you know people are going to vote for them. The fuck is wrong with these morons? He has all the spiritual nutbags on his side, and now he's going to get all those devil worshippers, too. But that's fantastic. I will beat you to death with a Bible. I'm truly worried about this, guys. And on top of that, last week, while Frank was gone, he got in a whole slew of trouble. And to make matters worse, it was all over the media. Chris, maybe you can explain exactly what Frank did a little better than I can. Police said he was detained for being naked and masturbating in public. I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. He was arrested for doing what? Was arrested for masturbating in public. Jesus Christ, Frank. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Well, Frank, if you're lucky your lawyers and PR guys can spin this in your favor. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it, but at least uh, Frank's crime's in there. Uh, Right, Chris? Vandalizing cars, being apparently under the influence of a substance, and making sexual gestures uh, while wearing only his underwear. Oh, man, that's that's, that's not good. I bet Frank got extra mad when he saw it was a female cop arresting him. So I punched her. (laughs) What else are you going to do? Exactly. In Frank's defense, she did make fun of how he was holding his penis. But it's the, it's the small ones that like you just hold on to, um, and you hope. Was there uh, any good news about the arrest? The trim and neatly groomed wiener. Oh Jesus! I don't want to know about Frank's grooming habits. I feel sorry for any cops that had their hands near his balls. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever have to touch one. So. That's good. (laughs) I hear you there, Chris. I think we've all learned a few very valuable lessons tonight, guys. Number one, Satan is real and wants to be vice president. Number two, we need to step up our game if either one of us is ever going to have hopes of winning the presidency. And number three, never, ever, under any circumstances, leave Frank unattended. When did I become such a miserable fuck? (laughs) You mean became. I know. Peace and love, guys. Speaking of getting excited, let's listen to these fucking fat-ass douchebags. Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? Are you serious? We prefer sluts. Because who doesn't? Well, that was that was loud and annoying. I am a fucking shithead. <laughs> There's way too many clips for the end of the, sh- the, end of the segment. That was very uh, funny. I don't know why I'm getting shit on today. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think I said anything bad about it. Nothing that I Man. meant. I don't know. So uh, are you going to see Hunger Games? I am not. Uh, no. Actually, the way Friday is is um, sort of starting to pan out, it was originally going to be um, Julie was taking Olivia and one of her friends to go see it. I was okay. going to have... Lily, Cole, and the baby. Right. Now it looks like Lily's going to go off with a friend. Okay. Okay. And then I was thinking, oh, good, Cole and I. Maybe we could go see, like, Journey 2. He wanted to see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So now he's thinking about going over a friend's house. So yeah. I, um, I'll have the baby. So I don't know what we'll do. Yeah. I don't know. Give him a little Sudafed and take a nap. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it will be that that sort of part. Like he'll he'll sort of be ready for like want to take a nap around. Yeah. It sucks because it's like around. Four thirty, five o'clock, oh. which sucks because if he goes, if he goes down hard, then, um, yeah, like it's tough to get him to sleep. So there have been times right. that Julie's like been at work, and Frank, you'll fall asleep, uh, which just makes it easier for me to like make dinner and stuff like right, that. Right. And he'll sleep for like an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. whatever. And um, but I know that you know when. Julie, well, when she tries to get him down later, it's going to be right. damn near impossible. So, so she'll come home. And she'll be like, so how long do you sleep? I'm like, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so. <laughs> I don't know. Because like so, she's not going to find she, out exactly. later. She looks, she, she's like, you're so full of shit. <laughs> so. Um, <sighs> That's funny. Yeah, well, marriage is funny. Did you, uh, did you watch those Clone Wars? The season ending no ones? i keep asking okay. cole if he wants to hang out and watch he's just like no he's been busy he's been hmm. he's been reading um he's been taking a reading on his ipod a lot and every okay. now and again i'll like surprise him and just sort of like take it from his hand to make sure he's not playing a game but <laughs> he's he's actually reading yeah so what's um, he reading uh he's reading that book holes oh okay um so he blew through that pretty quickly i think he's actually going to start hunger games huh? pretty soon I think that's going to be the next thing he'll start. Yeah. So, which is good. Yeah, reading anything is good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, all right, man, because I really want to see him. He goes, don't watch it without me. I'm like, well, you really leave me no choice, man. you got to give him a statute him. of limitations there. Yeah, you exactly. be like, hey. So it'll man. just be one of these days. I'm like, I'm cleaning out the DVR. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ellen was. Uh, I told Ellen, "Look, hey, season finale of Walking Dead Sunday. Get caught up. You have four episodes to watch in a day." <laughs> she managed one and a half, which <laughs> that's fine. But um, we'll get we'll get caught up, and she'll watch that. And next week on Outside the Cinema, that's going to be we're going to talk about that in the top six segment because part of what kind of has got me on this whole I just don't give a shit what other people think anymore. Uh, except for the people that write into the show, of course, yeah. and post on our Facebook group and everything. It's just, I'm, I'm looking at the Phantom Menace figures, and that's what jarred my thing. It's like, oh, well, it was the, the everybody re-shitting on the Phantom Menace. Like, <laughs> like, you're fucking surprised you still didn't like it. Yeah. And then... I, you know what? I actually, coming out of the, the, the 3D, mm. I did end up liking it a little bit more. It's yeah, not it's to say right. that it's, it's, not, it's still... It's not good. It's still my but, least favorite yeah. of the movies, but it's less least now. Yeah. I, I had a great time. And yep. that was it. And all it does is sort of get me pumped for Star Wars Friday next year when I take Cole yeah. out of school and we go watch, you know, episode two. Yeah, and that'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. So. And it's more about... At this point, it's it's more about that movie-going experience. And that's what yeah. I think, you know, sort of big movies like that should be. It's the experience. It's yeah. going to the theater and having that whole, you know, it's kind of an event. Yeah. Um, on the Muppet DVD, there's a trailer for um, planes, like airplanes. And it's um, the planes from the Cars universe. 
Yeah, but is it Pixar doing it, or is it, it just it, is it Disney? It's the doing same it? style. It's as Disney's planes. Okay, um, which means but it's I not swear a- when I saw the preview on the Muppet DVD that it yeah. had the Pixar logo in front of it. I'm gonna have to double check, but regardless, they used a White Zombie remix song. Really? They, they they used a remix for More Human Than Human. Uh, one of the fighter jets had the Maverick paint job on his helmet. Yeah, like and and uh, and and we just did a, a top six list on outside the cinema for top six trailers that made you have to see the movie. Yeah, whether or not it was good, right, is a whole other thing. But I'm like, okay, this is my number zero. Like more than number one? Or no, because like I can't fit it in. I can't yeah. do a seven right. for a top six, right? But it was brand new, and it's like it's got music that I like, and it's a uh, it's a it's a different take in the same universe. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, why not? And uh, John Cryer is doing the voice of the uh, the prop jet prop airplane. Yeah, because I saw the um, I saw the trailer somewhere. It might have actually been your post, and uh, but I was getting no sound from it when I oh, played it. Interesting. So I just figured I'd go back to it at some point. But it's but but and and no offense meant to the to the people that I'm friends with that kind of shit on it, but I don't why? Why get upset about stuff? Yeah. I don't uh you know, I I think this it all started in 99 with with Phantom Menace with me and it's been a slowly building thing towards fanboys. And I'm not saying that the people with this planes trailer are fanboys, but I just mean, like, I can't, I can't stand in comic book stores and talk to people anymore. Have um, I don't, I don't care that much about Wolverine to have that argument a, 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 again, you know? On Pandora, I, um, I was listening to Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Have you ever heard him talk about like meeting George Lucas? Yeah. Yeah. We should find that clip. And it's like, it's like, why, why, why? uh, Yes, you're a comedian, and uh, that is, that is funny. That's most of it, yeah. But a lot of real, honest to God, real people would, would agree with that. So, yeah, that's what we got to do. It's like, and Lucas, I got to give him credit. He stood up, he's like, all right, you fuckers don't like what I do. Fuck you. I quit. (laughs) You know, he, he says he's retired from making giant blockbusters. Which means if there was ever any hope of a seven, eight, and nine, it shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah, because everybody's an asshole. The movies were mediocre. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know you don't like Walking Dead. Shut up. I have fine. I mean, the people constantly, constantly complaining about how it's stupid and slow and nothing happens, and it's like, well, then, well, you, you know what I did? You're not you're, paying you're, attention. Well, you know what I did. Huh. I just I stopped watching it. Yeah, and that, you have, that's what and, you, and you know, and so, then and that, then, but, but no, after I stopped watching it, yeah, did you hear me bitch about? No, it? you shut the fuck no, up. I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done with it. Fine. You know, I tried Lost. I I wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah, I don't bitch about it. I make fun of it every now and then because it's fun on this show. Yeah, but in real life, I'm not like, oh, Lost was such a piece of crap. I couldn't get through for three episodes. I'm actually watching. What does it, it matter? I'm watching it again with Olivia. She's yeah. a few episodes behind me, so I will end uh, up seeing the whole series three times because I'm just sort of going ahead because <laughs> I can't wait for her. So it's really it, it it is a lot of fun to see a lot of stuff that mm. sort of get built in that That's works. Good. There's just the amount of negativity that. Well, that's it. I mean, that's. I just the, don't want to associate with it anymore. That's the greatest slash worst thing about the internet. 
It's you know it's given everybody. No, that's a the voice. worst thing. I well, don't. No, I don't think that could be the greatest. No, but it's it's. <laughs> uh, but on one level, it's great. It's because it's given everyone a voice. Y- you and know what? Though? I mean, you I mean really think about it. Without the internet, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. No, that's true. Okay, but you know, I wonder. I wonder what would happen if the internet uh, never, if, if 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 pseudonyms never actually happened. You know, on Facebook, it's it's me. Yeah. It's my name, so I have to say. I, personally, I feel like I have to say what I would say out loud to but somebody the, else. But the reality what I could is that back up. when you signed up, when you opened that account, you mm. could have put, you know, Chris, oh, yeah. Chris the Brick yeah. and just, you know, gone from there. I could have, yeah. And, you know. So. But I, but see, that's the thing is I don't, I don't understand trolling. I mean, what kind of fucking small-minded pinhead fucking cock idiot do you have to be? To just purposely troll forums. Because it's just picking a fight. Yeah, but to what end? I, I don't understand that. I don't know. There's a way some people, I don't I, I don't know, something to do, really. I mean, it's completely unproductive, but. Unproductive, I mean, yeah, to say the least. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've just, and yesterday, uh, talking about planes, I just, I got a little pissy because i i had been up for like 20 hours and um one of them was like why would you even want to watch that i'm like let me answer that question with a question do you see the picture i have for my profile that's the reason right now it's a picture no it's like as a parent personally i i can't speak for all parents but i take an interest in whatever my kids are interested in yeah there's a couple shows here and there that ellen takes the reins on that i don't <laughs> like like dora and um she hates dora by the way yeah. well, who's the other one the brother or cousin I diego know, diego diego's a better show actually yeah. but we steer them away from yeah. that and into stuff like uh team umizumi which which focuses a little more on math and stuff like that um but like i know the the my little pony stuff i know you know the stuff that they're interested in yeah you have well it's funny i mean you 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 i mean i'm really aware of what my kids watch and they'll come up with with a phrase or it's really interesting because when i do film school and whatever like group cole is in Mm. um i'll see i'll see shades of Whatever he's watching or whatever right. he's into, and, and it's just like okay, I see that that sort of coming out. It's just a matter of being involved in your kid's life, yeah. which ends up the reason, the, which ends up bringing us back to what we talked about before: be involved in your kid's life the whole fucking time because yeah. you, they can't like hit puberty and go and and you can't then just say, all right, well, I'm going to be in it to win it here, and I'm I'm involved and I'm everything and I'm, yeah. Because at that point, if you, you, that's when, when you spent the last ten years just put them because your kid's going to look at you and go, who, who the fuck are you? Yeah, why are you involved? Get out of my life. But it's like Louis C.K. says, you know what? So gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married because you don't have, you don't want to talk to your shitty fucking kid. Yeah, <laughs> I think those are his exact words. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> but that's how it is. People are afraid to talk. Like, how are you going to explain gay? Oh, well, they love each other. Period. That's End it. Story. Who cares? And, 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 and what's really funny is because we've had that conversation mm. in my house. We're and, the and, ones with the preconceived notions, not yeah. children. Well, it's because they're trying to convert everyone to faggots. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Terrible. I think <laughs> only Lou, is, only Louis can get away with using that word now. I think. Um, uh, but 
um, like Olivia, like like we we were talking about that, and you know when she was younger, she's just like, wait, 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 it's just two people who are like the same, like girl, girl, boy, boy. They just they love each other. That's who they fell in love with. We're like, yeah. She said, oh, like so what? Like yeah. exactly, good answer. Yeah, we're doing our job. Yeah, and I told Ellen, I said, if either one of the girls comes home, I'm gonna then they'll. You know, hem and haw, and wring their hands, and be like, "I got something," and then they'll finally mumble it, and I'll be like, "What?" Because I want I want them to say it and be proud of it, and and then like, all right. So, what are we having for dinner? Oh man, because honestly, it, so what? not to not to diminish what they're saying, but that in my mind right now would show that it doesn't change anything. Right. Exactly. You know, who cares? Right. You know. But I'm losing that battle, though. I mean, Olivia's playing lacrosse. She has really short hair. You know? I was, Appearance I has hope, nothing to do with it. kind of hoping lesbian. but Oh. I got you. I got you. So then, because then. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with I it. I know. Of course it has nothing to do with it. But <laughs> Softball. Which I was just going to say. Was what I, I understand. Stuck yeah. with softball. <laughs> I know. We're terrible. This is the part of the show where we get incredibly we just inappropriate. It's really funny, too, because it's just like, yeah, we're kind of done, and then we go on for another 20 minutes. We have a yeah. three-hour show. Well, I, I need enough time to play that music at the end, yeah, and then it true. always ends up being way too much. All right, so um, are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. 206-339-5808. All right. It's a good thing you said, because for some reason I thought there was a seven. Yeah, no, no. I guess not. All right. Not even close. So uh, have a great week, everybody. Yeah, and hopefully Podbean will be agreeable and allow me to put the show up when I fucking want to put it up instead of Sunday. Sunday. What good is that to anybody? Well, I guess if you want the show on Monday. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye. still there 
We've been telling you, of course, about the Trayvon Martin case. He's a 17-year-old African-American teenager who was shot by George Zimmerman, who outweighs him by over 100 pounds. Uh, Zimmerman claimed that it was self-defense, even though Trayvon Martin weighs 140 pounds, had no weapon whatsoever. And Zimmerman chased down Martin, as is clear in the 911 tapes, and called him uh, racial insult in the tapes as well. Uh, And we also told you that conservatives had begun to defend Zimmerman, of course. Well, now Glenn Beck's website takes it to a new level. Uh, the Blaze writes, I believe it's this guy named Mythias Holt who wrote this, uh, several different things in defense of uh, Zimmerman and also uh, attacking Trayvon Martin, because that's a classy thing to do. Remember, he is dead. Okay? Uh, so first he writes, well, under Florida law, uh, therefore Zimmerman did nothing wrong, assuming Trayvon Martin actually ag- aggressed against him. Now, he says, assuming that uh, Trayvon Martin was the aggressor. Now, he's not assuming that. He's saying, if that were the case, under Florida law, uh, that Zimmerman did nothing wrong. That's actually not true at all. Even if Trayvon Martin was the aggressor, which is a comical idea if you've heard the tapes, and you heard the eyewitness testimony, well, you can't just pull out a gun and shoot someone unless you think your life is in danger. The force has to match the force that you uh, received. He had to believe Zimmerman that that Trayvon Martin was going to somehow kill him with his bag of Skittles uh, that he had in his pocket for that to be true. But here, of course, the assumption on the blaze is, well, of course, uh, Zimmerman is not guilty if Trayvon Martin was the aggressor. Now, they apparently listened to the same 911 tapes we did, and they came to the conclusion, quote, the audio weakens racism charges. How does it weaken racism (laughs) charges? Are you a moron? Are you a moron? They always get away fucking coons. Really? And look, you can see how that would weaken the racism charges. Someone tweeted to me today and said he didn't say fucking coons. He said fucking punk. Really? We play the tape over and over again. You can go back to our old video and listen to it for yourself. On a current show, we even amplified it so you can hear it better. It's nowhere near punk. Lucas was joking earlier. He's one of our producers saying that maybe it was fucking pantaloons. (laughs) Okay, that's got a better chance than. Punks. It's not anywhere remotely near punks. Anyway, apparently in Glenn Beck's world or in this Holt guy's world, that weakens the charges of uh, of uh, racism. Uh, number three, he says there had reportedly been suspicious activity in the neighborhood. Well, you know, but you know who what? reported it? Zimmerman. Zimmerman had called nine one one forty six times. Wow. And because and the neighbors had complained about him. This lunatic keeps calling things in, harassing everybody. Right. Yeah, the only suspicious activity that was going on in that neighborhood was a self-appointed leader of the neighborhood watch. The neighborhood watch wanted nothing to do with. That's the suspicious behavior. Right. But Glenn Beck's website twists it. So well, you see, there was suspicious behavior. So obviously, we had to shoot the black guy. All right. Now uh, he continues. In a second call, one of Zimmerman's neighbors says the guy's yelling help without identifying which person is yelling. Now, well, that conveniently leaves out the fact that all the eyewitnesses have already gone on television. Not all, all of them have come forward. Some have gone on television saying it was the teenager that was calling for help. In this account, on the blaze, we can't tell. Somebody's yelling, but I can't tell who it is. Golly gee, well, why didn't you ask the witnesses? Why didn't the cops ask the witnesses? They all say it was the teenager. Oh, I can't tell. Okay. You see how they're going on there? We aren't even close to the worst part of it yet. All right, now, afterwards... He then again describes Zimmerman as a person who might be, this story might be, quote, the work of an overzealous vigilante, though still probably not an illegal act. So at least they call him a vigilante there, but he's just overzealous. I mean, you know, 
That's all. He's just a little excited. And you know what? It's definitely not illegal. Now, this is the second time he's mentioning how it's not illegal, right? And uh, uh, he, then he mentions Bernie Getz, the guy who shot all the kids on the uh, subway. And he says, remember, Bernie Getz was acquitted. That he did nothing wrong. So that's his third reference to how Zimmerman did nothing wrong. All right, then uh, finally he also says, and this is a uh, very important part. Trayvon Martin, did you know that he was actually suspended from school? Oh, my God. Suspended he was suspended from-, from school. You know what? He deserved that shot to the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was once suspended from school, and, uh, you know, I'm just lucky I got away without getting shot in the head. Uh, so he says, but it's for 10 days. Uh, and so then he asks this piercing question. But what exactly was he suspended for in the first place? No, this man is sick. He makes me sick to my stomach, like to the point where I want to throw up. Uh, I haven't gotten to the worst part. Oh, my God. I can't. I, okay. I'm physically getting sick, Jake. Okay. Like, uh, take race out of it, okay? Take all of that, you know, take the politics out of it, right? A 17-year-old died. Okay, what if his child died? No, what? these guys, they don't, it, one, they, don't, they couldn't care less. Second of all, you're asking them to relate to an African-American. They're like, what do you mean if my child died? He's not African-American. Like, like they're, they're, you know. Would this guy be writing a blog about what Zimmerman did was not illegal? Would he be writing that exact same blog if his nephew or his own child died? Hell no, he wouldn't. But you're right. It's a black kid, right, that he has absolutely no relation to. So who cares? Black kid died. Zimmerman didn't do anything wrong. No, but so here comes the worst part. Here comes the smear. Not only did Zimmerman do nothing wrong, but Trayvon Martin obviously had it coming, right? Because then he lists for over two pages all the different things that you could theoretically possibly get a 10-day suspension for. Now, why is he going to do that? Because he to wants to say, him. look at all the things Trayvon Martin might have done. This is not the things he did. Might have done in a theoretical world to get a 10-day sentence. And then he lists a parade of, of crimes that are... Okay, so in fact, let me give you some of them. Breaking and enter and burglary. Bullying through repeated harassment. These are the things Trayvon Martin might have done in this Glenn Beck website article. Possession of simulated weapons. Sexual harassment. Grand theft. Hate crimes, aggravated assault, armed robbery, arson, homicide, kidnapping, abduction, sexual battery. Now, they're not saying he did that. They're bullying the old Fox News trick of, look at all the things he might have done to get that 10-day suspension. So is he really not a dangerous guy? I don't know. Look at all the things that's possible. Look, there's some bad people in this world, man. And I didn't think they were going to make this political. Oh, but I was totally wrong. Because I thought, even if you make it political, my God, what a losing issue for you. Everybody thinks about their own kid. Every decent human being in the country thinks, what if it happened to my kid, right? But these people are not decent human beings. So they think, let's go smear the dead black kid to make sure we protect Zimmerman. I hope you're happy. I mean, I'm with Anna. You repulse me. That's all you get, jerks!